on the video and watch another episode of SNTR Gaming. We kick off the show now with the talk right at the front. So if you're looking for those timestamps, we don't really do that anymore unless we're covering a lot of different topics. And today we are covering the Sony PlayStation Showcase. We're going to do a, you know, sort of a recap and a review. If you didn't watch it, I highly encourage you to check it out. So, without further ado, this is an SNTR update. The Sony Showcase, in my opinion, swung absolutely massive when you look at all of the games launched, and there were long-awaited titles that we finally got to take a peek at, in addition to finally getting to see some of these games beyond just a trailer. In my mind, the Knights of the Old Republic remake, God of War Ragnarok trailer, Spider-Man 2 reveal, Forspoken gameplay, and the Wolverine game, those are the high points, and I wanted to talk to you about them. I want to break down exactly why I'm excited and why I think this was such a big win for Sony. The Knights of the Old Republic remake has been rumored for a while, and finally seeing it, even if it was just a cinematic, getting that announcement, I think, was a big deal for the community. Now, a lot of questions are circling about the exclusivity for the PS5. We are hearing that is a timed exclusive, which is not surprising given the popularity of that game. It'd be unusual for it to suddenly have its remake only landing on one system. Then, as you can see right next to me, we finally get a look at God of War Ragnarok gameplay, and inside of this, we get a glimpse at just some of the mechanics. Traversal, as you saw there with the dog sled, very similar to some of the traversal we saw in the latest Gears series. So in addition to the boat from the first game, or I'm sorry, from the last game, there's now a sled with larger areas, snow, uh, and just probably a more expansive feel. Beyond that, Loki's a little bit taller. They're, they're They're not really hiding that fact anymore and trying to look into who he is. And the fights look bigger and better than ever. I am very excited for this title. Now, we all knew that Insomniac was going to be doing a Spider-Man 2. It was undeniable. It it, it seemed like it was something that they weren't going to stop doing. So seeing that trailer was a treat. But it looks like there may be something different in this game. And it's not just Venom. Obviously, seeing Venom was very exciting. But Miles and Peter were working together. And I don't know if that means you're going to be able to play simultaneously and interchange. They did that in some of the Batman Arkham games with co-op missions. Is Spider-Man 2 going to be co-op? That would be incredible. We've always said these types of games would be really, really fun co-op. And I've always said it would be tough because there were a few missions in Batman where Robin kind of got in your way. And I thought, man, that might be kind of tough with another player around. But we'll have to wait and see because Spider-Man 2 is way out there in 2023. Then we finally get more than just a Forspoken trailer and amazing gameplay. We got a glimpse at what the story is going to look like, getting more of that groundwork and that lore. Forspoken is apparently supposed to be an absolutely groundbreaking open world game, and I can't wait to play it. Every time I take a look at that footage, I get excited. It looks like a very, very good game. Last but certainly not least, the high point for me, if you can't tell from the shirt that I'm wearing, Insomniac working on a Wolverine game. If there is somebody that can pull off a superhero game, 
It's Insomniac. I mean, they did what many people thought was going to be impossible. They made a very, very good Spider-Man series, and in my opinion, the Spider-Man franchise is now set. It's theirs. Let them make them all. But Wolverine would probably be a little bit more similar to a Batman game with respect to the combat being a little bit more gritty, punchy, and in this case, I'm hoping it's grisly and visceral because the trailer points to that and it's Wolverine you can't treat him like any other superhero so I'm really really excited for Sony's future and these games and the fact that they just keep giving more games to Insomniac makes me very very excited I know if you don't have a PlayStation 5 or if you're not a Sony fan you might think who cares well get your hands on a PS5 and you probably will care as always if you like these short update videos hit subscribe and the bell button and i'll see you in the next one and for those of you that are here in the live audience that's how we kick off the show now we just sort of jump into my talk so you can get it right at the start of the stream and we greatly appreciate that i need to write down that timestamp actually because that that was 34 seconds in um that was 34 seconds in because we're going to start we're going to start creature wants to do that on his own he wants to grab those on his own and i'm not actually recording them anymore um so get your questions submitted and uh get your comments submitted use that question command use that use that to get your comments and things featured on the stream thank you guys so much for being here hope you're having a happy friday three more likes to 100 likes you guys are the absolute best. Yeah, I saw the Tiny Tina's Wonderland. I picked out what I thought were the highlights, right? I picked out what I thought were the highlights. Hopefully Wolverine has his motorcycle. Man, I'm going to tell you something right now. I'm going to tell you something right now. If they if they give Wolverine a motorcycle treatment the way that they did in Days Gone, then I will be incredibly happy. I will I will be absolutely thrilled if they manage to pull that off i that'll be very very exciting give it that days gone feel it's going to be grisly it's going to be gritty i i uh, i really really hope that that's the route that they take man insomniac is absolutely becoming one of my favorite developers from spider-man miles morales and ratchet and clank They are, in my mind, they're on their own level. There's not a lot of developers that I would have that level of confidence with. I would be like, no, I don't know. Maybe they might mess it up. No. If there is somebody, right? If there is somebody that can pull off a Wolverine game, it's Insomniac. I cannot wait. I really can't. I didn't even know what to use in the thumbnail today. I was like, there's too much. So I just used Thor's hammer. I thought that'll be kind of mysterious. People will be like, what is that? And they'll click if you weren't paying attention to the trailer. If you didn't see my Twitter feed this morning, Thor is going to be thick daddy Thor. They, they're not making him look like Chris Hemsworth. And I'm, I'm here for it, man. He looks like just a barrel of a man. I think it's awesome. I think it's dope. I love the direction they took for Thor. They got to have their own look. They got to have their own feel. And boy, oh boy, does he look just stout. He looks like a keg. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And when he shows up and you finally get to see his hammer, I mean, you kill, don't we kill his sons in the last game? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure we kill his sons in the last game. Don't we fight them? I've not gotten that far in the game in a long time. I went back and replayed it because of the uh, 
because of the they, they they pushed out that update so we went back and played it and oh man i loved it i loved that game this is the kind of thor i've always imagined in norse mythology looks wise yeah he's supposed to be gritty and bull and he's kind of a drunk you know he's supposed to be kind of a kind of a big old slob and yet he has lots of power i love it i absolutely love it yes we kill one magni and modi you kill his sons and his brother. Oh, boy. Oh, man. I hope we get to fight him. I hope we get to fight him. Okay, let's see. Um, what should the poll be this morning? Sony uh, Sony Showcase 2021. Uh, Pick a favorite. I, we can only do four. We can only do four. So we're going to do God of War uh, Gameplay. Um, Spider-Man 2 trailer, uh, we'll do KOTOR, uh, KOTOR remake, and what was, what was the other highlight that I pulled out? We can, we can skip over for Spoken, that wasn't that great, um, God of War, Spider-Man for Spoken, oh, we'll do Wolverine, we'll, we'll, we'll do Wolverine, Wolverine trailer, I wanna know, out of those four. Yo, African Jedi coming in and doing a membership. Guys, if you haven't done a membership over here yet, we really appreciate those of you that have. If you're maintaining your membership over on SNTR Presents, thank you. SNTR Presents is going to continue to get content. It's getting two premieres today and a live stream with me and Hilly, and then we do the live streams over here. Today we're doing the SNTR Gaming Show you're watching right now. We're going to jump into Lost in Random, and then I will do some From Friday. We may give you an opportunity to sway the vote, though. We, we, we feel like maybe we should jump into Call of Duty Vanguard uh, demo. Maybe over the weekend. I don't know. I'll just record something. Um, I love my PS5 now. Oh, I wheezy. I know. It's like, okay, I'm glad I have one, right? Just going to leave out the highest selling franchise. What did I leave out? What, what did I leave out? What, what, uh, what was the one that they talked about that the highest selling franchise? What? I'm forgetting. I sat here and watched it. GTA? I'm not putting that on there. Those are mine. Those are mine. These are mine. These are my high spots. I want to know what you thought. I didn't care about that. Uh, Gran Turismo 7. The awful GTA trailer. Oh, oh, I think Eugene, are you being, you being, I think Eugene's being tongue in cheek. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? What do you, what do you mean? Uh... A freaking car game. I was like, man, I, I thought I saw all the big ones. <clears throat> Yo, it's good Sorcerer of Havoc. How are you? Um, <laughs> Cyberpunk. Yeah, well, I need to start pulling these questions up on the board. You guys are going crazy. We weren't sure if the Sony crowd would be, would be here, you know? The last couple times we've tried to cover Sony stuff, you guys have been a little absent, but man, you all are here strong this morning. Smash like. Say good morning in the chat. I want everybody to say good morning. Say good morning. Everybody do it. Put that vibe out there. We, we need good mornings in the chat right now. Yo, good morning, Feed. Good to see you. Sacrificer says, good morning, Lono. Do you know if Blood Hunt is a PS5 exclusive? I do not think Blood Hunt is a PS5 exclusive. Is it? Um, PS5 exclusive. I'm just going to Google it. I don't think it is. Is it? Uh, Vampire comes to PS5 soon. 
Well, no, because you can play it on Steam. I played it on Steam, right? It's PlayStation and PC. I don't think Microsoft's getting it. That might be true. That might be true. There's all the good mornings. There we go. Get that, get that good morning vibe going. Yeah, it's coming to it's coming to uh, to Steam and PlayStation, but I don't think it's coming to Xbox. I could be incorrect about that, but the uh, the official Blood Hunt stuff that I just saw looked like it was not it was not coming. <clears throat> I've never had much interest in a PS5 until this show. Oh man, oh man, it was a big one. It was a big one. I couldn't believe people were like, it was all right. It was about. It was so-so. I was like, are you insane? What are you talking about? Just the trailers alone were like, oh, dude, some of the greatest games. And it wasn't... Here's why I... Listen, I don't buy into hype. We, we, we've, we've been burned too many times to buy into hype and be like, oh, but the trailer, but the trailer, but the trailer. But when God of War puts out a trailer or Insomniac puts out a trailer... I just naturally get excited because they've earned my trust, right? They've earned my trust. Insomniac could be like, yeah, we're making a Hello Kitty game. And I'd be like, well, all right. Like, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) I was being tongue in cheek, but Gran Turismo is one of only 30 franchises to have surpassed 80 million units. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's nuts. I don't care, uh, God of War Ragnarok, literally God of War. I'm telling you, man, it looks so good. <clears throat> it looks so good. I love that they're adding new features. I wish we could get the... St- I gotta figure out how to have the camera not do that. Just just pick a lighting and stay with it. Like, why do I all of a sudden need to be, like, under... I, I didn't change anything in the room. Like, there's nothing behind me that should be doing that. I think it's my arm. I think when my arm comes up... The camera, like, freaks out. I don't know. It should only be doing that when it gets dark in here, you know? The showcase wasn't a win for Sony. It was a win for gaming, says Bowl of Ketchup. Okay, okay. It was 30 minutes of multi-plats. <laughs> oh, man. Kratos meetings tier. Is that who the really tall guy was? Because I think they said his name, and, like, I, I barely caught it. I was like, who do they say that was? He was... He was a house... He was absolutely... Is it tear or tear? I thought they said it differently in the trailer. I don't know. I'm not a fanboy of either system. I have both a PS5 and a Series X. Same here. And the showcase was pretty underwhelming. I'm still more excited. How is it underwhelming? I I don't understand how it's underwhelming to see actual... We finally see God of War gameplay. God of War Ragnarok gameplay. We see Spider-Man 2 with Miles and Peter fighting side by side and Venom. We see a trailer for a Wolverine game by Insomniac, the kings of gaming right now in my mind. You get more on Forspoken, which whether or not you care about Forspoken, I think the game looks incredible. Zero concrete dates. Okay, I'll give you that, James. I'm not a big fan of no release date, okay? I'm not. I'm not a big fan of that. But here's the thing. These are games and titles that you know are going to be amazing. So it's a bummer to not have concrete dates, but that's kind of the world we live in. You have to accept contextually where we are right now. Almost no one is going to launch 
I'm sorry, no one is going to announce big, big titles and show trailers and have release dates. We're just not in that world. I mean, for Pete's sakes, we weren't in that world three or four years ago. It's rare to have titles this large give you a concrete date. They just don't do it as often as they used to. And they certainly, they certainly aren't going to do that right now. The world we live in, that was a banger of a show, right? That was a banger of a show in the world we live in right now. They came out and said, we have powerhouse titles coming we have massive massive big titles coming and you can be confident in this platform because that's the difference between what sony and microsoft is doing right now sony and microsoft like microsoft is making this is an amazing feat if you if you want my honest opinion Microsoft has a bunch of people tricked and fooled into thinking that like the Series X is worth owning right now and it has almost no titles that are that are worth that are worth playing on it new. I'm sorry. There are almost no new titles that you're like, "Oh yeah, you need a Series X for that." You need oh yeah. But PlayStation is doing more of a slow burn. They give Ghost of Tsushima an update, Death Stranding's about to get an update, and now they're like give us just just give us a moment here we're going to show you what's coming right you know youtube algorithm giving lono love on his new world gameplay boy i was discouraged yesterday i was we shut down and i was like man this channel used to print gold and then i checked the video this morning and i was like holy frick okay it just maybe it took a while you know it just all of a sudden kaboo just took off like a rocket so the copium has started. Still no PS5 restock. Oh, I know, homie. I know. It's got to be rough. You know, it's got to be really, really rough to, to look at that, to look at that and say, oh, man, I don't have a PS5, you know? Smash the like button. Yeah, let's shoot for 200 likes. We're having a strong morning. Go for it. Give that like button a smash. Give our give our sponsors some support, man. 80s T's has been down the last couple of months. Use that shirt command. That's where this Wolverine shirt came from. Use the shirt command. Use code LONO for 30% off over there. And consider ordering some coffee. We had six orders yesterday. Rageless Roast comes in light or dark. Both of them are balanced acidity and extremely smooth. That's why people like it so much. I am drinking sample number one of Rageless Roast Select. We're going to have a, a, a higher a higher quality, a little bit more expensive Select version of the coffee next year and I'm still on sample one yeah I'm with my wife it's bright but at the same time it, it, it's not it's it's not that Im- it doesn't really it doesn't really excite me so we got three more to try wheezy coming in and getting that joystick enjoy the dope badge and emotes your dope and deserve dope stuff Xbox did upgrade a lot of its last-gen games early on. The failing of the Xbox will be supporting last-gen for too long. I'm telling you, Microsoft has pulled off an impressive feat. They have they have tricked like an entire customer base into thinking that like the Series X is worth owning now. I have a Series X. Other than old games looking better, I'm, and, and it is great that it loads really fast. I will say that. Like, oh my gosh, we booted up an old my old Xbox. What was it? The Xbox One X. I, I, I booted it up for my daughter once, and I was like, my gosh, this is taking forever. What is this thing doing? Is it making a meal, or is it, or is it loading a game? It, it is nice having that. But 
there are there are no new titles that you're like oh man i really need a series x for that new title it's just gonna take a while microsoft has a very different focus they are focused on growing their platform they are focused on growing game pass right and ps5 is like yeah our goal is to have insane titles that you you're only going to want to play here you know what i mean you do know they have more next-gen titles slated than PS5. Where, where though? Where are the announcements, Mo? Where, I don't. I don't. I would love to see it. Microsoft feels like they're kind of sleeping right now. Not sleeping in success. Their Game Pass has been amazing. Their Game Pass has been doing amazing. Their their feature updates have been amazing. The upgoing FPS boost is a big win. Is a big win for the. Uh, for, for the platform. It's funny how uninformed did you not watch E3? What do you mean? I watched E3. What are you talking about? What do I need? What do I need an Xbox Series X for right now? I, he, hear what I was saying, Mo. I said right now. I wasn't talking about in the future. Halo? Halo's cross-gen. You don't need a Series X to enjoy Halo. You do not need it. It's not gonna... It, it's gonna look better, sure. I said right now. I wasn't saying in two years. Right now, people are convinced, oh, you need a Series X, and there's no reason to have a Series X right now. There, And hear what I said. I was very careful with how I phrased it. Microsoft has pulled off an amazing feat. They have a bunch of people convinced that right now it's worth having a Series X, and there are no new titles that you need it for. Like, nothing. At all. That, that's what I said. I wasn't saying, I love my Series X. I'm looking forward to playing games on it. I love the fact that they gave me, you know, a free update on all these old titles. Rysik with a $10. I think most games are coming out 2023 when more people can get the PS5. Possible. Thank you for the $10 tip. A $5 tip from Christopher Wright. I saw a post from the devs of God of War Ragnarok and a snowflake was next to it. Got me thinking 2022 winter release. It's all it's got all snow in in the trailer too as well. No one needs a PS5. Are you kidding me? Ratchet and Clank, Returnal, and all of the updates they just did to Ghost of Tsushima and what they're about to do to Death Stranding. There's a really good reason to have a PS5 right now. There are games that you either cannot play or have been completely and utterly updated. I'm not talking about an FPS boost. I'm, not, I'm talking about like a, 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 a Demon Souls remake. Nish. Ratchet and Clank's niche. I'll give you Returnal was pretty niche. I'll give you Returnal. But Ratchet and Clank, are you kidding me? They're going to sweep at the video game awards. They're going to sweep. Ratchet, I'm 36. I'm 39, young man, and I loved Ratchet and Clank. The frick are you? Like, well, you get to a certain age, you don't enjoy a game because of what it looks like? You're robbing yourself. You're robbing yourself. Ratchet & Clank is one of the best games I've ever played. It's one of the best games I've ever played. It's incredible. What What do you mean? You being 36 means you can't enjoy that game? It's phenomenal. I don't need to be chopping people up to enjoy myself. I don't need grisly gritty. My opinion? Just wait for the VGAs to prove me right. What do you mean, my opinion? Okay, so can I dismiss what you're saying because it's your opinion? What do you mean? It's a great game. Ratchet and Clank's going to win tons of awards. Ratchet's the Mario of Sony. Right, it's one of the longest standing Sony franchises. It's not niche. What are you talking about? 
all I said was, right now, contextually speaking, I find it impressive in this context that people think it's worth having a Series X and will and will do what you're doing right now. You'll get all like butthurt about Sony having a good showcase. Like you can't take it. it like it hurts your it hurts your feelings. It hurts your feelings that they had a killer showcase with Spider-Man 2 and Wolverine and God of War Ragnarok. It's like it hurts your feelings. You're like, well, for dear for kids. Like, what are you what are you talking about? All I said was in response to last night, seeing all these Microsoft fanboys who can't take it when Sony has a big day in the sun, like hurts their feelings. It's amazing to me that you think right now the Series X is worth owning. There's nothing on it other than updated old titles. What next-gen new game are you like, oh my gosh, dude. The freaking Xbox Series X, man. Holy cow. Who's, who's saying that right now? Who? Raving reviews for Ratchet and Clank. Raving reviews for Returnal. Insanely great updates that make Ghost of Tsushima look like a different game on the PS5. Like, what what do you got? What do you got on the Series X that makes you so... Starfield isn't out yet. Do you understand why I said what I said and how I said it? Sure, I can't wait to play Starfield on my Series X. I have a Series X. I love the Microsoft platform. I said right now, it's amazing that people like you exist. That you think in the way that you do. That it's the, the platform doesn't have much going on. To the point that you're so insecure about it that Sony has a great showing and it puts you in like a bad mood. <laughs> I had all these Microsoft guys, these Xbox guys in a bad mood. In my comment section last night, I was like, cheer up, bucko. You'll get games one day. You know, you'll have games very soon. What's the problem? (laughs) It's insane to me. They, Sony hits it out of the park with some of the biggest names in gaming and people are like, "Eh, it's all right. You know, it's, it's, it's fine. Yeah. I got FPS boost. Yeah. They got me wanting a PS5? Oh, okay. Well, at least you're honest. I like you now. I like you. I like you. You can pick a fight with me, but you're honest. You and I are friends now. You, I like you. That's exactly how people should feel after last night. My gosh, I need a PS5. I don't want to admit it. I don't want to admit it to my friends. <laughs> but I want a PS5. Oh, with Wolverine. Oh, Wolverine got you. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Wolverine didn't even show gameplay. That God of War Ragnarok gameplay, though, my word, looked so good. This is why even last year, when everyone was bringing up, uh, bigging up Xbox and its infrastructure, a lot here were right when they said the generation will be won by games again. You're, but see, Big Mouth, you guys know how I feel about Microsoft. Microsoft is not, they don't care about winning the generation of the console sales. That doesn't matter to him. To him, to them. It doesn't matter to them. That's not their focus. Their focus is growing the Microsoft platform. And they're doing an incredible job. Just look at the comments from people that can't take Sony having a big day. Like, look at how loyal those people are. Look at it. Microsoft has pulled it off. Not only are they growing their platform, 
They, they have your loyalty to such a degree that you poo-poo the Sony showcase when that was it was it was it was haymaker after haymaker. Sales is nothing. The games will speak. What do you mean sales are nothing though? That's not true, Mo. That doesn't mean anything. Sales are nothing. The game will speak. How can you say sales are nothing? 120 million PlayStation 4s in circulation. What do you think that does to the popularity of their games like Spider-Man, Horizon Zero Dawn, and God of War? Like, what do you think it does to population and sales numbers? Like, that speaks volumes. 120 million. That's crazy. The only thing rivaling it is like if you include, if you like stack up all of the Game Boys. I think, has Switch passed it? I think Switch might have passed it. My man coming in, idiot genius gamer and getting a joystick. Thank you so much for becoming a member. Has anybody ordered coffee yet? You got to start your day with coffee, both in your mug and in order. And we do, we do. We have an order of coffee, a light roast bag to Pooted. Thank you, Pooted, for being the first Rageless Roast order this morning. Guys, use that coffee command and go to RagelessRoast.com. Oh, I'm going to wait. I wanted more coffee, you know? It's hype morning. Stop that! Your hands are cold. Good night! It's touching my knee with her cold hands. You, It's it's such a juxtaposition because you're usually incredibly warm because she, she, she runs like a degree hotter than me, right? She always feels so hot in all the good ways, right? You're not like, ugh, you're all hot and sweaty. Like, she's a warm person. You like to sit next to her on the couch. But in the mornings when she makes my breakfast shake, her hands are like the hands of a corpse because she's been touching a cold cup. She comes down like drags her hand. Now see that doesn't do it. You do like this very light touch and it's like the touch of death. I'm like there's a demon under this, the, the, the desk that just reached out and like I got you and like touched my like it's so I, the reason it's the most unsettling is because she's never that's never the experience. Like, if I sit next to her on the couch and she, like, wants to snuggle, you get, like, two minutes out of me. It's like, you're too hot. Like, I'm, I'm burning up. You're like a heated blanket. Her and my son, they get in the bed, and it's like, because he'll, he'll climb in the bed in the mornings to snuggle. It's like he's plugged into the wall. I'm like, how are you outputting this much heat? What is this? It's insane to me. Just wearing a heat, and he doesn't like to wear clothes. He's always running around in shorts, nothing else. You know what I mean? Just waiting for Microsoft to do something so I can justify an S. I mean, you keep saying Hellblade 2 might do that, Eugene, right? If you're new this morning and you've clicked subscribe, thank you for doing that. We do this show Monday through Friday. We do gameplay in the afternoons. So you get two streams a day out of this channel. Today you're going to get three. We're doing the talk show now about the Sony showcase, the recap, the review. What did you guys think? Vote on that poll in chat. I picked out what I thought were the four high spots. And I want you to vote. God of War gameplay is winning. And it's a three-way tie, practically, between Spider-Man 2, the KOTOR remake, and the Wolverine trailer. God of War is winning. That's what I want to see. I'm not swaying the vote, Mama. The, The vote already has 457 votes. Come on. Ratchet and Clank on PS2 when I was 7. I saw it on the new release section at Blockbuster. Been with Insomniac ever since. Happy the franchise is getting love it deserves. Dude, I'm telling you, when I saw 
Insomniac and Marvel pop up, I got so excited. When they were in the bar, I I, I was torn. I was like, it might be Deadpool, right? I honestly thought it might be Deadpool. I didn't have any music. I went back and rewatched it with the sound on, and I was like, oh, I would have known that was Wolverine immediately. So just gritty. Oh, I loved it. I was like, please, this game needs to be rated M for mature. He needs to be slicing people's arms off for frick's sake. Like, give me gritty, angry, drunken Wolverine. That's what I want. Wolverine interests me because of Insomniac. Yeah, I don't know how you can look at Spider-Man and Miles Morales and not be like, hey, guys. If we're going to make a superhero game, let's just give it to Insomniac. Let's just let them do it, all right? Like they'll, 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 they'll be just fine. Just leave them alone. It might take four or five years, but that's okay. It'll be the greatest game ever. Deadpool might be in the game, Lono. Yeah, maybe. The bar just had that vibe from the movie where he hung out. I was like, oh, man, you know, Wade's going to walk out any second. You know what I mean? Wolverine definitely has to be M. Yeah, he needs to be swearing. He needs to be slicing people in half. I need to be like, I need to feel the, like the growl and the just, he needs to be just absolutely going nuts. Like breathing heavy after a fight. Like, come on, man. Come on. You will be fighting robots. Oh, I don't think so. That trailer set the stage, dude. That bar, blood on his knuckles everybody laid out no 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 it's gonna be grizzly it's gonna be it needs to be grizzly that is gonna be that's gonna be a game that will be a game all you gotta do is give him a bike like in days gone and give him a feel of like make it feel a little bit like god of war oh my gosh oh it's gonna be good I think it's an old man Logan story. His wounds didn't heal. Yeah, are those cuts on his knuckles or blood? I don't know. Are you? Sh- did, I I didn't look at it that with that level of like detail. You know what I mean? We'll be fighting robots. Hope not. I highly doubt they kick off the trailer with a bar fight and you're going to be fighting robots. Let me go watch this trailer. I just don't have any faith in a Wolverine game at this point. Oh, I do. I do. I really do. They, homie, they made Spider-Man, and it worked. It worked. You know what I mean? Where's the Alan Wake love? I mean, I'll play the remake, but come on. His hair was black, not an old man. Yeah, I think it's I think it's other people's blood on his knuckles. I don't think it's cuts. Insomniac, I trust. Right. I like that. Instead of saying in, you know, in God we trust, Insomniac I trust. That's right. That's right. Insomniac got this in the bag. Oh, I think so. I think so. Spider-Man is incredibly hard to pull off, and they pulled it off. Not only, oh my gosh, can we talk about Miles Morales for just a second and how they, same map, same city, same basic game, and they managed to give Miles his own vibe like his part of the city that he's in the background music the people that they they, and his fighting style was completely different come on that in and of itself was a feat they didn't just pull off a spider-man game they pulled off a miles morales game do you know how hard that was 
Because I guarantee you, they didn't want to be like, yeah, it's just another Spider-Man with a different voice actor, and if he takes his hat off, if he takes his mask off, he looks different. Like, it needed to be, it needed to be different. It needed to be different, and they did it. They really, really did. <clears throat> Project looked awesome. Oh, Project Magnum, yeah. You think Spidey 2 will possibly be co-op? I talked about that a little bit this morning. I don't know, Barrier. There were missions in the Batman games where you could switch between the two characters when they would fight together. So, like, you could suddenly be Catwoman, and then you could switch and suddenly be Batman. you like, switch back and forth. And it was actually pretty fun. I will tell you this. I don't have high hopes for co-op, and I'll tell you why. Number one, I don't know if it'll work well, there were missions where I played with Robin, and we just kept getting in each other's way for the sneaking around and the movement. Like, when you're fighting, sure, maybe, but I think that's going to be one of the problems, is you're constantly going to be stepping on each other's toes. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to write off co-op, but I have a sneaking suspicion that it just won't work. You're just going to constantly be getting in each other's way. Like, oh, I was going for that guy. Oh, I was going to grab that guy next. Oh, I was going to do this next. Like, I, oh, no co-op. Oh, they've officially said no. Okay. I was going to say, they might have missions where you switch between Miles and Peter, and that'll be awesome. I will love that because if you've played both, you'll be familiar with both. They both have their own style of play. So, okay, here's the quotation. Let's start with one of the most you probably could have guessed. Marvel Spider-Man 2. We're so thrilled to continue the journey of both Peter and Miles in their most epic single-player adventure yet, coming exclusively to PlayStation 5. Oh, it's exclusive to PlayStation 5. Oh, that one stings a little bit. That one stings a little bit. That means people that love Spider-Man or Miles, they have two years to get a PlayStation 5. That is, um, yeah... That one stings just a teeny bit. I feel bad. It does not rule out co-op. It just says single-player adventure. Oh. I don't think they'll do co-op. I'll just I'll just go on record. I don't think so. I just don't think so. How does that sting? That's, all, that, that's just a... Because... I'll tell you why it stings, Eugene. Because they built the first two games that then they can run on the PS4. I can see a ton of people. I can see literally millions of people saying why couldn't you make a version for us I don't understand I bought the first version on PlayStation 4 you made miles run on the PlayStation 4 can't you can't you give us a version can't you turn off all the fancy stuff 120 million people with the shortage continuing into next year that's a lot of people that are not going to be able to get it I'm not saying that they shouldn't do it. I Trust me, I know. We're in a different time, though. This isn't a normal console transition. The shortage is so bad. That's a good thing, though. It's three years into the PS5's life cycle. When you look at it that way, sure. When you're one of the millions who can't get one, you're thinking, I got two years, or I'm not going to be able to play Spidey. We just said yesterday that Spider-Man is the most profitable superhero globally, and the Sony PlayStation sells very well globally comparatively to the Microsoft platform. So globally, you have 120 million people. Lots of them love Spidey, and boy, that's going to be a giant bummer to be like, I love the first two, oh my gosh. Like You have two years to get a PlayStation 5. You better get on it if you're a fan of Spidey. 
that stings I'm not saying they shouldn't do it I'm saying from the consumer's perspective that one's gonna sting a little bit because it's like you you couldn't you couldn't give us a version without all the pretty lights come on you know what I mean there'll be about 30 million in circulation by then maybe more time to move on oh gosh it hurts because it's Spider-Man. I think it hurts more because it's Spider-Man. If it was like that new one for Spoken, ah, that's a brand new IP that's different. That's different. A brand new IP is not the same as you played Spider-Man and Miles Morales on your PlayStation 4. And now you can't. <laughs> uh, glad it's PS5 only time to move on just like Ragnarok should have done. No, now that I disagree with and I'll tell you why. The development cycle of Ragnarok, it's totally fine that that game is on the PlayStation 4 because the development cycle of Ragnarok likely started before the PlayStation 5 dev kits were in circulation and so most of that game was built on existing assets. So it's totally fine that that game runs cross-generationally. Same thing for Horizon Forbidden West. The fact that Spider-Man 2 is that far out makes sense, right? They were working on Miles Morales in the close timing of the PlayStation 5 coming out, so Miles Morales was built on a lot of existing assets. Why? Well, because the, the development cycle started before the PlayStation 5 dev kits were in circulation. Ergo, Miles Morales lands on both systems. But when you go that far out, they can do a bunch of cool new things, unprecedented things, because it's just for the PlayStation 5. But God of War Ragnarok, come on, when did, the, when did God of War come out? Like, the development cycle on this game, it's been too long. You can't be like, well, no, go back and rebuild it. Not to mention, they gave you a free 4K checkerboard resolution upgrade with 60 FPS for, for, for the PlayStation 5. God of War looks incredible. I don't, I don't need them to make it only for the PlayStation 5. They've proven they can take existing assets and make them look amazing on the PlayStation 5. Have you played God of War on the PlayStation 5 since they updated it? It looks unbelievable. Great timing on the t-shirt today. Oh, I did this very intentionally. <laughs> they have tons of great Wolverine shirts, by the way, over there on 80s Tees. So be sure to use the shirt command. We need to start updating the shirt command again. I think that might be why we're getting less. I wonder if that's why we're getting less. I'm going to update it so that it takes you to the Wolverine collection over there because they've got some killers. I should have worn my other one. I've got one halfway through. I should do a wardrobe change. I've got one where he is battling against Omega Red and it is absolutely killer. It is a killer shirt. There we go. I just updated the shirt command uh, so that it'll take you uh, to the, the, the Wolverine collection. <clears throat> right, let's try this coffee again. Yeah, we're going to pass on that one, I think. The Omega Red shirt is dope. Yeah, if you go to the Wolverine collection, it's one of the first ones there. It's one of the first ones there. It is absolutely killer. It is so good. I love that style. I love that style that they when they draw him like that. Oh, man, it's great. <clears throat> I wished I could have seen your reactions live during some of those reveals. I understand why you didn't live stream it. Listen, it was one of those things where I know we missed out on big viewership. I know it. I knew going into it we were missing out on big viewership. But I have to take care of myself, man. 
I have to take care of myself. Like, we've completely changed the workflow. We've completely changed how we plan each day. You know, and even last night I was working late because we went and practiced soccer with some of our friends. Our kids are in soccer. And there's this just this lovely Korean family where we, they're like really great friends of ours. Their kids are adorable, and their son is so good at soccer. So they're like, "Hey, let's go practice on these fields." So we went and practice last night, and so he was the dad was like walking him through drills and stuff because he's he's much better than I am, and uh, it was fun. It was really really good, but it meant I it meant I had to work late. You know what I mean? What'd you think about Chia? I didn't get to see that. I didn't get to see that Chia or how are you supposed to say it? I didn't get to see that one. Spring of 2022, holy cow, gamers going to be getting uh, getting the end of the rainbow. Can't wait. Yeah, yeah. We just got to get into next year. The first quarter of next year is going to be so good. I wasn't trying to question your choice. I meant it more of an encouragement of how your content is even during those reveals. Oh, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. You Believe me. Believe me. I was on the phone with Creature watching it, and I was like, oh my gosh, we should have... Like, I was torn. I was like, we should have freaking streamed this. <laughs> Cute little indie, think you'll like it? I think indies are our gold, man. I get better response anytime we do and upload and play indies than anything. Like, the big titles do well, but man, I think indies, I think indies are great. You know what I mean? $100 Wolverine ends with an X-Men reference. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my gosh. That would be so good for to to have the X to have the Wolverine mo- game end with like uh he he meets Professor X or something like Professor X just rolls into the bar and is like Logan and then that's all it is and just end the end just roll credits <laughs> that'll be so good Insomniac's busy right now they're working overtime. Yeah, I wonder if they're expanding or something. Like, how on earth are they managing this? Do you know what I mean? There was a license plate that shows Hulk 181. <gasps> oh, no! That Does that mean... Oh, that might mean you fight him, though. That might mean that Hulk is in there. What issue? What's Hulk 181? What happens in Hulk 181? Um, Because that you might end up fighting him. The Incredible Hulk 181 it was 1962. He fights Wolverine! Yeah! He's fighting Wolverine! Oh no! <laughs> Dude, that would be so awesome. To be Wolverine fighting Hulk. I mean, I, I, I what a time to be a fan of comics. What a time to be a, a Marvel fan, right? Like, oh my gosh, from the movies now to the games, like, what a what a, what a great time. <laughs> what a great time. The Spider-Man games, what a treat they are. You know what I mean? Wolverine gonna lose that fight? Maybe, maybe. Yeah, it's, that's tough. That's tough. That's a tough one. They probably just have an agile game engine that they can tweak for these uh, various superhero games. I still believe... I still believe that what they did in Ratchet and Clank, they have plans for a Spider-Verse game. I really do. They could do it after Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 3 could be into the Spider-Verse in some way, right? He actually fought Hulk, and it comes to a stalemate. That's what I was going to say. That fight is going to be a bit of a stalemate because you have unlimited strength, but then you have the, 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 the skeletal structure that's unbreakable, and then you have unlimited healing 
Because if he had normal bones, he would just crush him. Without the adamantium, Hulk would just crush him into the shape of a volleyball and that'd be kind of the end of it. But his adamantium skeleton would keep him alive. It'd make it to where you couldn't crush him to the point of no return. Like, his regenerative properties would kick in anytime you, you, you slice him, break him, stab him, whatever. The only way that the only way that fight ends is with somebody getting incinerated. Like you'd that'd be that you'd have to destroy, you'd have to literally destroy their physical body. That'd be the only way to do it. Uh, let's go to some more questions and comments. You guys can use that command and they pop up on screen like this. Showcase was good, by the way. Can you show your teacher was standing and move the microphone? Is this your thing every day? Is this your kink? I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna deny you. There you go. There's not a whole lot of mystery on how the bottom of this shirt ends up right i just think you like my body which that's okay i I should charge for that though come on all right butters you seeing what i'm seeing with the spider-man set stuff probably two villains yeah who's talking does anybody have an idea of who's talking is who would have an accent dr doom who would have that accent in the in that right like because clearly venom right because he comes out of the shadows he's like i will who's I don't know. Craven? You guys are saying Craven. People were saying Craven was the one talking. Okay, okay. I thought I heard Carnage. No, no. The accent can't be Carnage. That wouldn't make any sense. The guy speaking had an accent. Craven is a hunter. He's a fictional character appearing in American comic books. He wears like leopard print. Craven the Hunter, typically renowned big game hunter who aims to kill Spider-Man to prove himself he's the world's greatest hunter. That even lines up with the dialogue, like how he was saying he wants a true threat, he wants a truth, he wants a true challenge, right? That lines up with Craven wanting to be known as like the best hunter, right? Hilly says off topic, new Halo Infinite Flight, your thoughts? I'll obviously try to dive in and play. I will. I will try to dive in and play that 100%. But that's that's definitely not something we're going to... We, there's not really room for that on the table this morning. Brandon says, Have we seen console exclusivity for a live game like KOTOR? It's odd to see a multiplayer RPG as exclusive, even if it's only timed. It is odd, but more than likely the project was expensive. More than likely... The project was expensive. Craven is from Russia. Was it a Russian accent? What do you have to be? Can anyone? I don't know. I don't, in Russia, we go to. Ah, I'd have to re-listen to it. I'd have to listen to it again. Here's a question. Because so, MJ Talk says, "I better see a dark Spidey." Do you think we're going to spend a portion of the game infected? Because they show at the end. They show, like, the Spider-Man symbol, and it's, like, over black. You know what I'm saying? I... I don't know. Like, KOTOR isn't multiplayer. Oh, KOTOR's Mass Effect Star Wars. They're thinking of the other one. What's the other one? Um... The the other one. Uh, this man's thinking KOTOR is Star Wars The Old Republic. That's right, not Knights of the Old Republic. I didn't even catch it when I read it because I've not I've not played either at great lengths. I remember trying Star Wars: The Old Republic, not liking it very much. I remember trying Knights of the Old Republic and being like, "Yeah, this really isn't my cup of tea," right? Yeah. Spidey gets the symbiote and Miles has to save him. 
but do we do you think there's a time where we fight and we have like symbiote powers do you know what I mean like we spend a portion of the game and then it takes over and then maybe Miles has to save you know what I mean glitch I don't have anything to say about that situation um KOTOR is console exclusive but it'll be on PC I thought it was a timed exclusive I, I thought that the KOTOR remake was a timed exclusive. It wasn't a, it wasn't a permanent thing. That's how I would look at it. I would like to play as Venom. Listen, I'm, I'm here to tell you, a Venom game is very likely as a spinoff, you know? Because if they create him and he's got all these things and all these moves, I mean, they could do a spinoff the way they did Miles. Think about it. Six months later, $40 game, you play as Venom, right? We're bringing it as a console exclusive. Okay, so the tweet literally says it's a PlayStation 5 as a console exclusive. It's being funded and co-developed by SIE. It's probably PS5 only outside of the PC release. Really? But see, yeah, somebody in chat saying PS5 on launch. Exclusive at launch in quotations. Paul saying the same thing. You remember the Spider-Man and Venom game on the GameCube? I don't remember that, No. I remember on my original Nintendo playing a game that was a side-scroller and you could play as Captain America and Hawkeye and somebody else. It might have been Iron Man. And it was freaking hard. It was so hard. It was unbelievably hard. We hated it. Every time we played it, we would get angry. We're like, this game is freaking stupid. Harry is perfect to be a Venom because it's personal. Like with Peter and Harry, they're best friends. Peter has to stop Harry from wreaking wrecking havoc and making chaos. Right, right, right. Yeah. Avengers, it was very easy. No, it was not. It was not easy. There's not very many Nintendo games, original Nintendo games, you can even say that about. They're hard. They're really hard. I don't remember ever playing an original Nintendo game being like, well, that was easy. Did that, you guys think that was easy? They were, they were all ridiculous. It was Ultimate Spider-Man. Venom was so fun to play as you could run around and eat people to regain health. <laughs> Yo, good morning, Train. This is the content that I love and enjoy. Well, thank you. Guys, thanks for a strong turnout. Be sure to hit subscribe if you're new. I'm a safe-for-work broadcaster. We do this talk show Monday through Friday. We break down gaming news. I give you my thoughts, and then you can have comments showing up on the screen. So be sure to hit subscribe if you haven't done so already. Be sure to check that bell button so you get reminded. We will be doing gameplay this afternoon. We'll be checking out Lost and Random, and we'll be checking out more Dark Souls 3 for our From Friday series, playing through From Software games in anticipation of Elden Ring. Uh, I had to stop lurking to say it wasn't hard. Alright, how many Avengers original Nintendo games were there then? Because we could be talking about completely different games. NES Avengers game. NES Avengers game. There was this, it was it was like a side it was Captain America in the Avengers, I think is what it was called. Captain America in the Avengers. Is that the correct name? Yeah, yeah, it was Cap. It was a side scroller. Yeah, 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 yeah. Captain America and the Avengers. It's got Cap, Hawkeye, Iron Man, and then like who's the there's like a, a white guy on there. I can't remember who he was. That game was friggin' hard. Original Nintendo, not Super Nintendo. Original Nintendo. It wasn't Avengers Assemble. It was Captain America and the Avengers. 
It was not a Super Nintendo. Captain America and the Avengers for the Super Nintendo, same name, completely different game. Completely different game. I'm talking about this game. Hang on. Open in a new tab. I'll show you what I'm talking about. This is not a Super Nintendo game. This game was freaking ridiculously hard. If you tell me this game was easy, you're a liar. You're probably the same type of person that would claim you beat Battletoads. Alright? I'm talking about this game right here. This game is what I'm talking about. No, that you didn't that is not an easy game. That that is not an easy game. You're you're a lot you're a liar. <laughs> you are a liar if you think that game was easy. This game was not easy. It was like you if you got to the second level you were proud of yourself. <laughs> the Super Nintendo version has the exact same name. It's Captain America and the Avengers. It's a completely different game though. They just use the same they just use the same name. I beat Battletoads. It was hard. I, I anybody who says they beat Battletoads, I, I don't. I don't believe them. I don't. I don't believe them. I'm like, I would need to see you do it. The white guy is Vision. Oh, that was Vision. Okay, okay. Hey, I got far in Battletoads before my rental was up. Beat it six times. I need a recording. I need a recording. I think people who have genuinely beat Battletoads are like unicorns. I refuse to believe. I refuse to believe that I have multiple people in my chat that have beat Battletoads. I don't. I don't believe you. I do not believe you. (laughs) That game is insane. I watched my older brother play it. The later levels are insane. The snake levels, they don't even make any sense. They're They're nuts. They're nuts. You probably beat like half the game and in your mind you're like no I beat it yeah I beat no you didn't no I watched my brother my older brother is one of the best original Nintendo game players I have ever seen he would go we went to a local thing where they had all these old consoles and pinball machines and he was playing like a really old game and a crowd gathered because he got further than like most people ever could it might have been Battletoads I just thought it went on forever I'm telling you right now, those later levels are absolutely nuts. They don't even... It's like, I I don't even think the developers could beat them. I don't even think. I think we did. No, no. I beat Battletoads and Cuphead in one sitting, playing them at the same time. (laughs) Turtles in time was good. Sewer surfing. Bury my shell at wounded knee. Oh, I loved Turtles in time. Oh... Pizza time! Oh, it was so good. I only played Battletoads on my original Game Boy. I beat it, but it was hard. But the Battletoads Game Boy version was different, wasn't it? I don't know. Yeah, check out King Kong over here. I I literally, with all the love in my heart I can muster, I don't believe anybody who says they beat Battletoads unless I can sit there next to them and watch them do it. I don't believe you. I don't. You game genied it up or something, or you 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 did some kind of a cheat code. There's I don't believe people have beaten that game in large numbers, in large quantities. I don't know a single person who's beat Battletoads. Battletoads is the test. It's the test. If you ask somebody if they beat Battletoads and they tell you yes, you you're probably friends with a liar. You know, I'm just gonna tell. <laughs> I think Lono needs to beat Battletoads now. No, I wouldn't do it. 
I wouldn't do it. I'd rather play Dark Souls 1 than that. I would. I would rather play Dark Souls 1 because I'd probably be better at Dark Souls 1 than Battletoads for Frick's sake. It was different, but it was still Battletoads. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I didn't know beating Battletoads was a thing. Like, are we sure that's a thing? I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. That, that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge looks so, so good. It looks so, so good. So, so good. Why is that even allowed? Like, that many, that many emotes. Like, here's your ban. <laughs> here's your ban, you douche wagon. All right. Um, would you say, oh, let's, let's take this question. What would you say is your favorite opening title sequence in a game? Tsushima's opening when you're riding through the white grassy plains on the title comes up as amazing. Ghost of Tsushima is probably in second place only to Hellblade. I think Hellblade's opening is... What is Battletoads? I'm in the same boat. What is Battletoads? Wait, are you guys genuinely saying that you're genuinely asking that question? You, you don't know what Battletoads is. Battletoads is one of the single most incredibly challenging original Nintendo games ever created. You play through the game as Toads. It was like it was like a parody of the Ninja Turtles is what it was supposed to be. You have no idea what it is. How old are you? How do you not know? There's a Battletoads game right now you can play on your Xbox. Real arcade-ish. Right, you, you, it's side scroller, arcadey side scroller. You know what I mean? Mo's not wrong. What did Mo say? What was that? Oh, <laughs> twenty-eight. I've heard of it. Yeah, I mean, if you're under, if you're under thirty, I guess you might not have heard of it. But my gosh, oh, twenty-five. Oh, you are such a young man. You are such a young man, little boy. You're a little boy. Yeah, I feel I feel bad as a 39 year old like I've I've jokingly hit on you before Barry and now I feel bad. I didn't know you were such a young man. (laughs) Uh, Well, it's a good thing you're a mod. It's a good thing you're a mod. So I guess you can screenshot that stuff and use it two years later. (laughs) What about the original Contra? Oh, no. Beating Contra without the cheat code. The frick out of here. No. Yeah, there's the Battletoads official release date. Yeah, that game actually looks pretty good. The reboot's a lot of fun. Yeah, it actually looks pretty good. Looks pretty good. Can I get a tier 3 and request Battletoads? Where could I even play it, uh, Wheeze? Can you get it through the Nintendo... That that backwards compatible Nintendo thing? Can you get it through the... What is it? The Nintendo Online... uh, Is it in that? Is it in there? My gosh my goodness it would be it would be a feat it would be a it would be an hour of me just getting furious no i'm not gonna do an emulator or a rom no i don't do that i don't do that i'm not young but i never beat battletoads oh wait never mind yeah i don't think you can get it yeah you can only emulate it yeah i wouldn't do that i don't i do not i do not do emulation in rom and i i I won't say anything bad about people that do but i i don't do it or endorse it I endorse the industry supporting it and turning it into something that's legitimate and revenue generating, but I don't endorse what what's what people do right now. I understand why. I have no judgment in my heart about it, but I'm like, you. This is this needs to become an industry thing, um, so that it's you know it generates revenue for both the modders and the companies that own the property. 
Um, yeah. So, uh, let's go to the next question. My man Manny, Manny Smalls says, Insomniac had some heavy hitters on this showcase. If they nail Wolverine, they will. Could Insomniac become Marvel's main studio and do more awesome superhero games? Listen, I am all for this. Marvel and Disney have to be incredibly pleased with Insomniac. Do you want to know why? They took they, they took their baby and they made it all like you let them start with Spider-Man. You know? They didn't have them do like some little offshoot $40 game to be like, "Well, let's see if you can make let's see if you can make a superhero game." They they let them have the big guy first. Spider-Man that would be like DC saying, oh, you want to make a video game? Okay, here's Superman. Superman! Like, that would be a challenge, and that's their baby. Next to Batman, there's that's it, there's Superman, right? So they didn't hand him, like, some little piddly Marvel character to be like, well, let's see if you can create a little game here. You know, we'll, we'll make it, we'll make the retail at 40. It's a small project. We'll, you know, we'll keep it under the reins. We'll see how you do. No, they handed him Spider-Man, the king. The king of comics they handed to Insomniac. And if Insomniac can pull that off, I think Marvel was like, we'll just freaking go to town. Just do whatever you want now. Who do you want next, right? A good Superman game is impossible. I think the only way you would do a good Superman game, the only way you would do it, is you would have to set up a scenario where his powers were limited for a good portion of the game because you'd have to set it up to where he could fly, he could fight, he could use his powers but there would have to be something like you know, Lex Luthor put something in the city in Metropolis and there's like he puts he puts, you know, I don't know Kryptonite is in the air you know what I mean? That's the only way you do it, which like what Eugene's saying, who wants to play that game? Then he's not Superman. Why do I want to play Superman dialed down? He can fly and he can fight, but his superhuman speed is like not really there and you know. Honestly, if you take away his superhuman speed, then I think you can do it. That's the only thing you have to get rid of. Think about it. Flying, you can do that. Just, just have him fly like he fly. They, they, the Anthem flying. You could do an Iron Man game and just model a lot of it after Anthem. An Iron Man game would be awesome, right? Upgrading your tech, upgrading all your goofy things you can do with your suit. Oh my gosh, I'd be so, I'd be so into an Iron Man game. But, so, but, but you could take Superman. He's indestructible, right? But you'd have to create enemies that have, you know. You know, but uh, kryptonite infused batons and and kryptonite guns and it would have to be at that level that like Lex Luthor has taken over Metropolis and he has an entire army of kryptonite weapon wielding you know baddies. That's what you'd have to do. How do you balance a being that can only be killed by a plot device? Right. Jerry Seinfeld said on a recent episode that they came up with kryptonite because the actor wanted to take a vacation. Is that true? <laughs> hey, somebody ordered some coffee about 20 minutes ago. A bag of dark roast for African Jedi. Thank you so much. We need three orders of coffee a day, so we need one more order. My wife That's what my wife asks for. So get your coffee orders in. 
There's a reason they don't do Superman games. Right. Kryptonite completely nullifies every power Superman has. Well, wouldn't that be the storyline? Lex Luthor is like talking to a scientist and he's like, we have to increase the potency. And he's like, we can't. We only have so much kryptonite and you've used it on all these weapons and they're marginally strong enough to hurt Superman. They'll only slow him down. If we can't get the potency up, he'll come for us. There's your story. They've used the kryptonite and they're out. And they've made these weapons and the only way to make the weapons was to spread it so thin that the potency just slows Superman down. It just hurts him. Bruises, cuts, you know, things like that. That's the only way you pull it off. Outside of that, it's just Superman standing there when people are shooting at him, and he's like, I don't understand. What's the point of this game? Like a tank is shooting him, and he's like, uh, okay. What just goes up, slams the tank down, you know? Yeah, the fan-made Superman game in the Unreal Engine? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Be so fun. Be so fun. They could do some of the models the way they did with uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Right, if you want to give him like the super speed and the flying fast and stuff. Right. I want Insomniac to make a Batman game. Can we get a young Batman game? I think that'd be the best thing. Like, let him kind of reset it. Let him reset it. And I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to say it. Let let uh, let the cast and let Robert Pattinson do the voice acting. What? Are you crazy? hand the franchise off it's time it's time it's, it, I would be totally okay with that because I'm going to tell you right now that movie's going to kill it I'm just telling you I'm telling you right now that movie's going to kill it and everyone's going to be like I can't believe we doubted this guy I can't I can't believe we doubted this guy he's incredible <laughs> he's incredible and then you reset the games and you let him do the voice acting and you let oh who's the guy they have for Commissioner Gordon I absolutely love him he is fabulous he's like he feels like something out of a time machine like an old like vaudeville actor like he seems like he belongs in a play he is just wonderful every time he's in a movie I listen I'm like he's talking like he he brings gravity and importance to everything he says he could be ordering a sandwich at a deli and I I bet you the place gets quiet to like listen in like what's he gonna get he is I love him so much is his name Jeffrey Wright put him in every, every put him in everything just put him in there just have him come in and say something even if he comes in and like delivers a message to the president just put him in the movie I I love him so much if he's in a scene I am interested instantaneously he brings weight like it's like Jerry Seinfeld was explaining to Zach Galifianakis that the minute Zach Galifianakis walks into the scene or on the stage it's automatically funny he brings a presence of funny with him and is that his name Jeffrey Wright how do you spell his name you guys are all guessing on how to spell his name it's with a J it's with a J Jeffrey Wright I adore him I absolutely adore him. Yeah, the Morgan Freeman effect, but I think even I think even better cuz Morgan Freeman has to start talking in a certain way. Jeffrey Wright walks in the room and you're like something extremely important is about to happen. Like instead of bringing funny, 
he brings like severity to a scene so when i saw him cast i when i saw him cast in the batman movie i was like oh boy we're in for a treat we're in for a treat this guy just brings so so much to the scene he's so good right not sure the movie's ever going to be finished struggling last i heard i thought they already picked the i thought they picked the release date He's the voice of Uada in What If? Oh, is he? Oh, his voice is a part of it. He has a look. He definitely has a look. He has like a, he has like a, Mr. Mr. President, we need to talk about this. Like he has this look of like Mr. President, but then he starts to speak. And I tell you, there's like a hush. There's like an automatic hush in the scene that happens when he's talking. You're like, what's he going to say? I love him. I would love to see him get more big roles because I think I think he's always under understated. Like they put him in 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 like offshoot roles, like a lot, right? Batman filming has ended. Yeah, the filming of Batman has ended, and they've announced. Yeah, they've announced the date. Yeah, 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 yeah. You might not have seen the recent updates. They they've they've they're done filming. <clears throat> I want a spawn game. Spawn game could be good, right? Um, a question from King Keys says, "What realms do you think will be traversing in the new God of War?" I don't. I'm not big on the mythology, but is there a place that's known for being really cold? <laughs> like I don't know where Loki is from. Isn't isn't the do, do what? Wait, no, we go there. Don't we go there in the last one? Isn't that Jotunheim? That's where he's from. Because they end up at the top and he like reads all the artwork. And then he's like, yeah, they always called me Loki. All nine realms? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> listen, listen. You guys need to help me with something, okay? I really need your help with something. We need to be just an i just a gigantic super successful channel by then so i can play that game all the way to completion for like 2 weeks okay i need you guys i need you guys to do that right we we need like 100,000 subs minimum okay before god of war ragnarok <laughs> before it gets here i haven't been able to go back to ghost of tsushima director's cut and i'm grumpy about it i'm grumpy about it cuz we don't have that luxury okay we don't have that luxury but when God of War Ragnarok comes out, I, I I need I need a 100k channel minimum. Okay, you guys have got to help me with that so I can play that game. <laughs> uh, saw your video asking for the dead weight, lack of a better word, to unsubscribe, and you actually just reminded me how much I enjoy your content. So I'm back. Well, thank you. Thanks for coming over here. We need more people to do that. That video sadly has like 7,000 views. It's like I need the other 40,000 subscribers to watch it. And make a friggin' decision. <laughs> Do I like the Uncharted series? I, unfortunately, did not have a PlayStation in time to enjoy 1 through 3. So I jumped in with Uncharted 4. And then I played the spin-off with the women. And I loved both of them. I loved both of them. I thought they were excellent. The only thing I didn't like was that it wasn't 60 frames per second. It gave me a bit of a headache. It was a little... It feels blurry, you know? Uncharted 4 coming to PC? Oh, yes. If it's ported as well as Days Gone was ported, oh yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you can't get a solid two weeks out of God of War, Eugene, I'm telling you, man, YouTube and you guys and our core audience, 
we're covering Sony a lot more between now and then. I'm taking it because I'm like, we built we built an audience that was largely Xbox. They're here right now, and they were grumpy this morning, and we calmed them down with some cold water truth. But but the, the growing a PlayStation audience is definitely something I'm working on because oh my gosh, like Horizon Forbidden West is going to be here soon, and and God of War will be here soon. Like you know what I mean? It's not YouTube. Well, it's not YouTube. It's that YouTube runs on interest, right? Did you tweet out your important channel info? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I let people know on Twitter what was going on. I mean, the Destiny is Killing My Channel video has like 11,000 views, and it's a one-minute video. You know what I'm saying? A one-minute video. I just think there's too many derelict accounts on that channel. It's too old. It's too old. It's a seven-year-old channel. I think it's got about 20K of inactive. I think it has 20,000 inactive accounts on it. I think it's about a 28,000 channel, and I think about a fourth came over here. And that's actually not bad. If you look at the channel in that way, you're like, ah, it's about 28,000 sub-channel. It's got 20,000, I think, just completely inactive accounts sitting on it, just murdering its metrics. Because YouTube's like, you you have almost 50,000 subs. You're you're terrible. Your view count's awful. If we would have 28,000, we'd have been able to stay over there. Because our numbers were, were fine for a channel that size. They weren't amazing, but they were fine. I still say the showcase was mid. You're mid, Mo. You're mid. I'm just kidding. I love you. But you're mid. <laughs> oh, man. I need to meet Mo in person one day because I think he's a big dude. And I'm not. So I just need a picture with him. And I want to be like, this is the guy that I beat up every day verbally. And it's ironic because he could squash me physically. <laughs> <laughs> I just have a feeling that you're built like a boxer. You got like big butcher hands and you're just got that innate strength. You know what I'm saying? I just, it's just a gut instinct based off your picture. I'm like, this man could throw me through a wall if he needed to, you know? <laughs> if he needed to, like if there was ever a time, like who needs to do that? You know, I really need to throw you through the wall right now. You know, it's a need that I have. <laughs> Uh, Google Beats with a question. Oh, I can't wait for this one. Oh, this is going to be a fun one. I saw people on Twitter complaining about God of War graphics. I think they're insane and must not have been watching the same trailer. You know what I like to do? I like to check Twitter when I'm taking a dump. It's like a VR experience so that it smells like what I'm reading. That's what I like to do these days. That's that's how I envision Twitter, right? Twitter's a porta john. Just nothing but just steaming crap. And the sun's beating down on it. And every once in a while, like, vapors come up. Like, I can't stand... I I hate Twitter. (laughs) It's more realistic to go take your daily constitution and then check Twitter. And you're like, yep. Smells right. This is this is what I'm looking at right now. This is freaking social media VR. This is incredible. And you know what it makes it easy to do? It makes it a lot easier to scroll past all the crap. <laughs> You're like, idiot, hater, troll, scumbag. You're just like, mm, yeah, yeah. And then you close it. 
and you close it and you don't go back until the next time you have to go to the bathroom it makes interacting with twitter like worlds better right it, it's just so much better it's so much more it's realistic it's honest and it, it it helps you not go there now to answer your question about the graphics haters i'm gonna tell you something right now they were gonna say this no matter what i don't know how you look at the graphics in that trailer and say the graphics don't look very good now it is 30 fps they're doing that on purpose it's cross-generational game and most of the people that buy God of War Ragnarok are going to be buying it on a PS4. Okay? Right? If you... If, if you that, that's the point, right? Is They have to show it at 30 FPS because it's, it's going to be cross-generationally purchased. Okay? When I played on my PS5 on my big screen, <laughs> a little tear is going to form in the corner of my eye. <laughs> It's beautiful. <laughs> so let them take their takes. Their takes are worthless. You understand that, right? Like these takes that people have, they're worthless. Well, I just don't think it looked very good. Okay? No, like no no one cares what you think. We're all going to buy the game and we're going to enjoy it and we're going to love it. And your tweet will be as meaningless as your opinion in about 12 months. Like no one's going to give a crap. Not to mention when they do a premiere like this, it runs at 1080. And and YouTube doesn't do the greatest with the compression. You go back and watch the official trailer at 4K, and you tell me it doesn't look good, I, I'm sorry, either get your eyes checked, or you're just a hater. Like, if you go back and watch the God of War trailer, God of War Ragnarok trailer at 4K, and you tell me, it just doesn't look good, then you're an idiot. Like, or you're, or you're literally, or you're like, this is you. You're like, I just don't understand. It doesn't look good. There's like lines through it and it looks fuzzy. Like, that's why it looks bad. You're either dumb up here or these are dumb. Like, there's there's no way. There's no way. How do you look at that and say it looks bad? I can't play a video game right now that looks like that. Where is it? Where's the game that looks that good? Where? Do, do you own it? Are you making it? What system are you playing it on? The PlayStation 6? Are you from the future? I don't understand. I look at these trailers and I was like, I can't boot up a single game right now that looks like that. They're, they don't exist yet. Ghost of Tsushima is like the closest you're going to get with all of its updates. That's all. That's the closest you're going to get. And these stupid morons every time. It just doesn't look that good. What? You know what I'm saying? What are, you, what are you talking about? What do you mean it doesn't look that good? What game or what are you looking at? Are you looking at the same thing I'm looking at? Because I can't boot up a single video game right now that looks that amazing. I walk outside and the graphics look like crap. I'm going to tell you who these people are. Do you want to know who these people are? <laughs> They're the guy with terrible hygiene, bad breath, and acne who thinks that they're gonna they deserve a a a 10 out of 10 supermodel that's who they are (laughs) the overly picky four like listen dude not everybody gets dealt the hand that chris hemsworth got dealt you're like a four so you know maybe set your expectations a little bit lower you're not gonna be able to date someone who looks like kate upton 
that's not the way the universe works, right? That just isn't the way that this works. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. And that's what they do. That's what these guys do. They they look at like a picture of Kate Upton like, well, I just think I don't I don't get it. She just isn't that pretty. Okay. Okay, you four. <laughs> Attention fives, a ten is talking. <laughs> I love that in 30 Rock. The overly picky four. This is my little brother. Right, like, they just don't see reality. It's like, dude, go look in the mirror, okay? You're you're not the hunchback of Notre Dame. Like, you're not hideous. But you're not a ten. It's okay. I'm not a ten either, right? I'm like a strong seven, all right? Maybe not in the mornings when I wake up. If I, if I clean up, I brush up, I'm like a strong seven. With the right wardrobe, right angle, right lighting, maybe I get to be an eight for like an evening, okay? I'm not a ten either. <laughs> in my opinion, Kate Upton's not that, isn't that hot? Just leave, just, just shut up and leave. <laughs> Next, you're going to say that Gal Gadot's like average, and then I'm going to have to punch you in real life. Like, are you kidding me? There are people that have been blessed with what I call statue syndrome they look like a statue that just came to life like i'm carved from marble and now i'm alive right gal gadot kate upton jason momoa chris hemsworth like there's something going on there it's like you're not you're either not from here or you know someone carved you from stone and won't admit that like they like touched you with a wand and then you came to life you know what i mean Gal's a 10, Kate though. Oh my gosh. Any it, okay. The point is. The point is, is that that's the mentality of these people. Is they look at a mind-blowing, just insane trailer for a video game, right? And they're like, I just don't think it looked very good. They're a they're a picky four. Like, that's what you are. You're just a picky four. You know what I mean? How many girls have they dated where they're like, yeah, and they're like picky about her looks, and it's like, brother, that you're she's about she you're swinging over your you're swinging over your weight class here. She's like a six or a seven, man. You, you're being a picky four. You know what I'm saying? You ain't you ain't going you ain't taking Gal Gadot to dinner, okay? <laughs> My significant said that I'm a ten, but I'm genuinely a seven at most. Well, that's what you want to do. You want to date somebody who sees you as a 10, right? That's the point. See, a 4, he should be viewing a 6 or a 7. That's his 10. Do you understand? It's all relative. (laughs) It's all relative. A 6 or a 7, that's his 10. He should be so thankful. Like, oh, she's beautiful. And she should think the same about him. Like, oh, he's a 10. He's charming in his own way. You know, you ask why she's with him, and she's like, well, he's funny. <laughs> he makes me laugh. That's very important, by the way. You can swing heavy, heavy. You can pull if you're funny. Have you ever seen these comedians' wives, and they've been married for like 25, 30 years? It's not like some weird celebrity fly by night marriage. Like, have you seen some of these comedians' wives? If you're funny, you can pull. You can pull well out of your weight class. <laughs> I see some of these comedians' wives like, yeah, we've been married for like 20 years. And I'm like, like rubbing my eyes. I'm like, holy cow. You know, being funny pays. 
more than in money, you know? Funny adds three points to your hotness. Yeah, you can be like a totally average five, but if you're funny, you're an eight. (laughs) Money makes you an instant nine. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about successful comedians that suddenly get married. I'm talking about people who have been married for a very long time, like before they they were popular, right? Some of these guys were married long before they were popular, so it's not like they got some like gorgeous wife because they're rich. I'm talking like, they've been married for 20 years, and he's been popular for 10. You know what I mean? Being funny adds like plus 10 to your looks and charisma? Yeah. Like, why do you think my wife's so beautiful? Are you serious? I know I'm out of my league, but I'm funny. <laughs> 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 I'm a solid seven, all right? Right there, just slightly above. But I'm funny. <laughs> so I get to I get to hit way out of my weight class. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde. Are they still together? Because boy, oh boy, if that's not proof that being funny has a... Because she don't need the money. <laughs> she don't need the money. She's doing just fine. <laughs> he is so charming though I think that's part of it he's more than funny he's like a super charming guy he's actually pretty good looking actually yeah yeah Jason Sudeikis is actually good looking I'd, I'd give him like I'd give him like a 7 or an 8 I, I'd say he's he's, he's he's better looking than me yeah oh no she's with Harry Styles now well that makes me sad I thought they were I thought they were a cute couple I thought they made sense it's like Colin Jost and Scarlett Johansson you know, he has such a classic boy look, you know, Colin Jost. It's just, he's, he's cute. And then Scarlett Johansson walks in the room and you're like, holy frick, who's Colin Jost? Like, how do you do that, buddy? He's funny. <laughs> he's funny. He's nice. He's charming. He's intelligent. You know, he makes up for the fact that like, he's cute. He's a good looking dude, but he ain't Scarlett Johansson good looking. She probably thinks so. She probably thinks that he is absolutely gorgeous. Why? His personality. You know? He's very nice. He just seems like a guy you could sit and hang out with. That makes a huge difference. That makes a huge difference. <laughs> so what I'm telling you is, the moral of this story is, alright? The moral of the story is, if you're a four or a five... Work on work on being funny. <laughs> Watch some comedians and take notes, okay? Alright. Um duh, duh, duh. here's a quick rundown of the show. Open format discussion, you your history controversy online learning a journey through it'll be an hour long. Friday starting at three Eastern till four. Could be longer. We'll do 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 please respond on that twenty and get you scheduled. Oh man, that is like the perfect uh that is literally the perfect time slot. Would love to be a regular uh, uh, or whatever fits. Mm-hmm. Making some moves. Making some moves. I go away and the stream turns into the view. <laughs> Ladies, what you want to do is if you want a man that's funny, look for the uggos. Like, that's it. That's the strategy. 
We had another question from Putin about Spider-Man 2 being co-op. We've addressed that. Uh, another one from Mintry. Do you think Spider-Man 2 will have co-op? We already addressed that. Multiple of the same conversation and questions. Train says, I know a lot can change, but can you go through the list and predict when the top games will come out? Just your opinion and thoughts. Love the content as always. God of War is going to be late next year. I, I bet you Spider-Man 2023 will be a holiday. I think they like that, right? Are you able to discuss that? Oh, uh, yeah. We're, I'm, I, it's uh, working out some stuff with Gothics that, I, that, that she wants to do. And I'm all about it. Please. Please can I talk to a content creator that's intelligent and has integrity. Please. Um, <laughs> the... The thing about comedians in cars getting coffee that has made me so jealous is it's like comedians getting together and commiserating about comedy. And I'm like, I, I, I man, I need, I need that. <laughs> I need that. This industry friggin', this industry friggin' blows. It does. <laughs> it just blows. But I love it. I love it. They talk about that all the time. Like, Jerry was like, if you had money, if you were wealthy before you got into comedy, would you have been able to do it? Right? And um, they were always like, no. No. You need the grit. You need to be able to fight for it. If without, without that, how? Right? How? My sister is funny. She intimidates a lot of guys. You know what's, you know what's funny, Zubair? I can hang around and bounce off of guys that are funny, but if I'm around a very funny, like, especially if they kind of capture the room, it throws me off kilter, because that's usually me. If a woman does that, it throws me off kilter. I'm like, it, like, and then eventually I end up being able to get along with them and joke, but it, like, takes me a second to calibrate. Like, with a guy, another guy that's funny, I, like, immediately calibrate and we're joking and we're laughing. But when a woman does that, I, I have to calibrate. It's just different. It's like a, it's like a different, the the, the 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 timing's different. The approach of humor's different. Like it's 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 one hundred percent. Like it's like I'm suddenly having to switch from. It, it's like being bilingual. I'm not bilingual, but I imagine that's what it's like. It's like you go from speaking English to be like, oh, this person's speaking Spanish, and you have to like re almost like recalibrate to engage. <clears throat> Insomniac's track record says otherwise. Uh, Wolverine twenty twenty four earliest. You think Wolvie? You think you think Spider Man Spring of twenty twenty three? You think Wolvie is Spring of twenty twenty three? The same year, Eugene. For twenty plus years, they put over they put out over a game a year. I think you meant to say twenty twenty four for Wolvie. I think because you're putting too much in. I you can't have. I don't think you can have Spidey in twenty twenty three Spring and Wolvie. You mean late twenty twenty three? I would say they're going to give them each their year. Like, God of War late next year. Spider-Man late the following year. Wolvie late the following year. Like, boom, boom, boom. Holiday, holiday, holiday. Like, I don't know if you're going to be able to get, like, a late launch for God of War and then Spider-Man right around the corner. And then, you know, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. You could be right looking at their track record. They could just be incredibly efficient at, at, at cranking these games out. But that I, you you almost wonder if they want Insomniac also has ten thousand employees now. Wait, 
Is that a real is that is that number accurate? Are we where did you get that? Where on earth? 10,000 employees. Where did you get that figure? If that's the case then they're going to they're going to be able they're going to be able to crank out these games once every year like like what uh like um like what Eugene is saying. I'm sorry, that like totally threw me off. Like I'm that's staggering. It's a meme. That's staggering. That can't be accurate. How many employees? T4H Gaming coming in with a membership. Thank you so much. Enjoy the dope badge and emotes. You're dope and deserve dope stuff. I love that. I think my favorite thing on the internet is when I butt heads with somebody and then they and then they then they become a member. I think that's my favorite thing. Insomniac, hang on, hang on. In, in, Somniac total employees. In 2017, they had about 300 employees. Um, can we get an employee count on their wiki? That that's, how do I get that? Like that's so. Insomniac Games. That employee count has got to be updated. Come on. You guys figure it out. I can't do it. More than a thousand? It's about 275 to 300 employees. Yeah, they had 275 to 300 employees in 2017. That was four years ago, right? Wolvie could be an introductory episode title to a full X-Men title. Jaggy, we were thinking that. That, like, the Wolvie game would end and he'd be, like, a post credit scene would he like he'd be sitting in a bar and like all of a sudden the door would open and professor x would lo- roll in and be like logan we need to talk you know what i'm saying come on oh yeah scarjo and colin jose are adorable together they are i bet you their baby is just going to be beautiful just beautiful just those are good genes right there right Oh, it's a meme from that guy. Great show, right? My favorite reveals were Forspoken, God of War Ragnarok, and the fact that Insomniac Games now has 10,000 employees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's pretty funny. I don't like that guy at all, but that's pretty funny. Yo, it's good to mins. Um, let's, let's throw up another one here. Let's throw up another one. What are your thoughts about no more gameplay about Horizon Zero Dawn Forbidden West in the showcase? I thought that would at least be the first one that would be on the list. I'm going to tell you why Horizon Forbidden West wasn't there. It's a sore subject right now, and they don't need to show us anymore, right? They, they, um, LinkedIn has 913 listed. Okay, so they're touching a thousand employees. Horizon Forbidden West, they already had their big debut. They, they already have all, all that we need to see for the most part, right? Hey, somebody else ordered some coffee. Little bit ago. A bag of dark roast to Aaron. Thank you, Aaron. Um, like Horizon Forbidden West already had its own show, its own reveal, and they showed it in the after show, in the post show where they were like interviewing. They talked about it, so it did get some screen time, right? It did get some screen time, but the I also think it was a bit of a sore subject for them right now. It was like we just kind of had a giant public faux pas about this game 
Like, we had a pretty big faux pas. We kind of jacked this up. We were making it sound like we were going to charge people money on an upgrade that we had previously said was going to be free. Man, we had such a strong morning. Holy crap. Thank you, guys. My gosh. Uh, Um... In any case, thanks for the conversations, the likes, all of it, the poll, the the, the chat. Uh, we we I am I am elated. Could we get twenty more likes and get four hundred likes? I'm elated that we're covering the Sony showcase day after and having these results. Like I am I am super thankful for the people that have believed in this project and what we do. Seriously, thank you. Um, it's been it's been slow. It's been a slower Friday is usually our weakest day, and this is going to end up being our strongest day, and that. That feels friggin' good, so thank you. Especially because I was feeling a certain kind of way last night. I was like, Dad, gum it, we should have streamed last night. You know what I'm saying? So if you're a Sony fan, click subscribe. We, we cover Sony, you know what I mean? Um, we, uh, you know what I mean? Maybe we should be concerned in Borderline Panic tomorrow. <laughs> That's right, Granger. That's right, Granger. Um, yeah, if you're new and you're into Sony, say something in the chat. We'd love to meet you. Monday through Friday, we do this talk show. I am safe for work. This is video game radio that you can tune into Monday through Friday, and then we do uh, gameplay in the afternoons. Talking about new games is fanboying, unless he's joking. Uh, another day with PlayStation fanboys in the chat. My head's killing me, and the pain is insurmountable. Sorry, Lono, gotta exit. Willie, what are, why would you even type that? Why would you do that? I don't understand. It, 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 we, I said this this morning. I said this this morning. Like, are you, do, are you that guy? Have you ever seen these guys where they, they, they like to walk around on the ground and have like a leash around their neck and like have a woman like telling them what to do? Like, why are you in that relationship with Microsoft? Like, I just want to know. Like, what did they do for you? in the last how many years to make that your disposition like Sony had a great showcase and everyone's excited and you come in you're like oh I just can't believe these fanboys the, what do you mean what do you, I don't understand it would be like it would it, this is what this is what it sounds like this is what it sounds like well I'm a huge fan of the Foo Fighters but I, everybody getting really excited about this new Kanye album. What What's with these Kanye fanboys? If there are people who love Kanye, I'm actually worried about him, but if, if there are people that love Kanye, why does it matter that they're all excited about his new album just because you don't like him? Like, you're not a Sony fan? Like, what's the, what's the point of that? What's the point of that disposition? What does it achieve? I don't understand. I am, I, I am genuinely concerned for Kanye. He needs he needs he needs some people to take care of him, right? In any case, but the show is still mid. <laughs> freaking, I freaking hate you, Mo. <laughs> I hate you, Mo. Mo is so Microsoft, dude. You have a Microsoft tattoo. I can feel it. I can. You got like an Xbox on your shoulder. <laughs> the Xbox logo, you know. The Xbox sound is like your tech sound on your phone, you know. A five spot from a friggin' Jedi. I've been listening to you for a year and a few months now. Love your content and your growth. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Why don't you make any videos covering the Sony reveal on your presents channel? It would get loads of views. 
that channel has shifted to being more about SNTR presents gameplay. Like that's what it's meant. That's what it's meant for. I think there's people at this point. People are more frustrated that they can't get the system. Yeah, whether you want to admit it or not, that's really what yesterday. Th- th- this is if I was to psychologize the frust- the Microsoft frustration that you know the Xbox guys that are frustrated. Do you want to know why you're frustrated? Because your mom won't let you buy a PlayStation Five. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had to. I had to get that in. That was a bit of a sucker punch. I had to get that one in. Come on. Like, that's the reality, though. Is you're like, ah, oh, I gotta get one of those, and I can't. I can't. Maybe you can't afford it. That's understandable. They're friggin' expensive, and the economy sucks right now. Maybe you can't. Maybe you can't afford it. Maybe you. Maybe you can't because of your loyalty or your friends or whatever. You know what I mean? But I think I ultimately think that's what it is. I ultimately think that's what it is. Like Mo went to the kitchen and said, "Mama, can I have the checkbook?" And she said, "No." And she she threw something at him, right? Like, and so he's he's, he's it was this show was mid, you know. <laughs> you're not allowed to have one, and you're angry about it. You know, you want one, you know. I honestly think that's part of it. I'm, 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 I'm being silly. I'm being silly because it's a silly thing to do. It's a silly thing to be loyal to a plastic box you play video games on to the point that you get weird about other people playing another plastic box with video games on it. Like, in general, I think that that is weird. But I think at a psychological level, there is a, there is a, there is a covetousness here, a, a jealousy, an envy of... Man, if our system could get those oh, those games, jeez, Wolvie, Spider-Man, Star Wars, are you kidding me? I think there's a level of, of there, that's where it comes from. It was, I was expecting more PS exclusives. I mean, they, they, they can only announce so much at one time, you know. I can play most of what was shown on my Xbox. No, you can't. No, you can't. No. That's mathematically incorrect. No. You can't play Spider-Man. You can't play God of War. You can't play Wolverine. You can't play the the KOTOR game. If it is a timed release, maybe. The KOTOR remake, we're we're still not sure if that's a timed thing or not. Can't play that. You can't play Forspoken. What are you talking about? You are sort of fanboying PS lately? You know what's funny? Is that when you get excited about something, it's now cringe or fanboy. So, a couple of weeks ago, when I was praising Microsoft and talking about how they're a sleeping giant and talking about how Microsoft's making really smart moves with Game Pass and went on this huge thing about how, like, in five years, Microsoft will be an absolute force to be reckoned with because they're this giant platform. You know what's funny is the antithesis of you showed up in chat and said, I was fanboying for Microsoft. Do you know what I'm a fanboy of? Video games. That's what I'm a fanboy of. I'm a fanboy of video games. So, I get equally as excited when either platform does something dope. And your insecurity is why you perceive it as fanboying. You're just insecure. You are scared to get excited about something because of the judgment that you're going to get from people or the criticism that you're going to get from people. That's just insecurity. 
If you're secure in who you are, you can whoop, holler, and yell when something dope happens. That's what I love about children. My children don't have that sense of, like, getting excited is embarrassing. So they'll get super excited about the silliest thing, right? Now it comes with its own faults, right? They'll, they'll argue over a literal piece of garbage. And I mean that, like, a piece of paper that I'm like, can you throw this away from me? They'll argue over it. It's a piece of trash, and they'll argue over it. Why? Because they get excited about everything. Everything is big and meaningful because they're a kid. You can't be excited for a thing, right? I don't mean just that. I mean how you were defending the pricing. If you think me defending the pricing of Ghost of Tsushima is fanboying, I want you to hear this and consider doing it. You can frick off. If you call my integrity and character into question, if me laying out an intellectual argument defending the price increase generationally for all the extra work that the developers are doing, if you think that's Sony fanboying, I want you to frick off. I I don't want you here. I don't like interacting with people like you. I like having adult conversations and discussions. That's what I like doing. And when you want to stoop to accusing me of fanboyism, I don't like you anymore don't want you here like I'd, I'd I would if if there's 50 people like that in the chat I'd, I'd just assume have them take a walk I don't like interacting with people like that that's not a conversation you're just taking a swipe at my my character my honesty and my integrity right like the, let's have a conversation Mo and I went back and forth on the pricing thing for literal days. You know what Mo never did? He never called my integrity into question and said I was fanboying. He never said that. He just says he thinks it's wrong. And I think it's totally justifiable. And you know what we do at the end of the conversation? We shake hands like adults. That's what we do. We don't he doesn't we don't accuse each other of fanboyism. We don't do that. That's not that's 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 low. That's like the funny thing is, like, that lacks integrity. Like, that's taking a swipe. You know what I mean? But I liked your videos. If you like my videos and you like what I do, then there's no reason to take a swipe at me. There's no reason for that. Well, you're, fan- you're fanboying right now. No, I'm not. I genuinely think this is good for the industry, right? You were just accusing a bunch of people of it? Yeah. Do you want to know why? There's a big difference between saying, I really like this system and I like what they're doing and attacking or poo-pooing the Sony showcase or, or acting like, yeah, it sucked. That is being a fanboy. That's not an intellectual argument. There is such a thing as being a fanboy, of being like, I like Microsoft so much that because Sony had a big day, I'm going to be in a bad mood about it, and I'm going to talk nasty about it. That is being a fanboy. Calling someone's intellectual, economically driven argument being a fanboy, no, you can frick off. That you're not even engaging in the conversation, you're just name calling. You see the difference? What's good, Snow? Some people weren't excited for it. Homie. Sony could have literally put on a a show that made people's minds fry. Like, there could have been literal people that died from how amazing it was. And there would be some guy in the corner being like, I thought it was boring. I just didn't think it was that amazing. 
that, that you're just being a fanboy. Like, you're acting like they can't do anything that's great. You know what I mean? I didn't see people saying it sucked. Homie, the people I was responding to, they were being fanboys, homie. They were being fanboys. There's a giant difference between someone coming in here. I'll give you an example, 55. There have been people coming in here and defending Game Pass because we have guys like Creature and Eugene who think that Game Pass is bad for the industry. And those guys were defending Game Pass and defending Microsoft. I would never dream of saying, oh, you're a fanboy. Why? They're having an argument and a conversation. Do you see? Discourse is taking place. Right? Discourse is taking place. That's not the same as someone being like, I thought it was lame. I thought it, I thought it sucked. I thought it was boring. Oh, come on. You're just being a negative Nancy. You're just being nasty because Sony had a big day. I had people literally telling me they thought it sucked. Like, I thought it was crap. I had someone tell me I thought the show was crap. That's not discourse. That's not a conversation. That's you yucking someone's yum because you're a fanboy. Do you see the difference? I don't throw around fanboy willy-nilly. I have debates and conversations with people every day, and I don't do that. But when someone is literally, that's all they can offer to the conversation, you're being a fanboy. Come on. Come on. You're crawling around on the ground, carrying carrying a bone in your mouth for Microsoft. Why? What are they what have they done for you? They sold you a box and you play video games on it. You, they, they, they're making money off of you and, and they also get your allegiance your undying allegiance like, come on T4H Gaming says Xbox guy here I liked it yeah it was a great showcase is it a bad time to say Zelda games are for children <laughs> this is why when someone crosses that line with me I'm like you can get out like I don't hold back I'm like no 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 you can leave we're having a conversation we're having a debate. We're having discourse. You don't get to come and accuse me of being a fanboy because I defend a pricing structure because I think it's good for developers to be incentivized to do those extra things for PlayStation 5 games. That's not me being a Sony fanboy. The irony of saying that is you didn't even engage with the conversation because I was talking about the developers, not Sony. I don't give. I don't care about Sony charging extra money for games. I'm not worried about Sony. I'm worried about the developers. I want a developer to say the market supports this. Let's keep doing it. Why? Because I really like it. I really, really like it. And he'd be like, well, you were being a Sony fanboy. You're not even engaging with what I said. It's good, but some devs are a lot rather a predatory, which is why we're fighting back. I want you to list people games that are predatory and you're not allowed to list sports games and go I'm timing you come on where's this big list where's this laundry list of games and developers that are predatory you're not allowed to list sports games what do you got what do you got Candy Crush PUBG Mobile <laughs> Call of Duty Mobile <laughs> GTA 5 and Gacha games wait do people think GTA 5 is predatory why 
Gotcha games fine. Most of those are mobile games. What what's uh what's what's GTA 5 doing? World of Warcraft? What are you talking about? What did they do? I didn't see anything about this. Gotcha games I know. I know. Gotcha games are pretty bad. What's GTA? I want to know. Look at what happened with Battlefront. Okay, but that's the same company that does the stuff in the sports games. Okay, so you did, you haven't made you haven't made a lot of ground with me. What's GTA do? I'm actually curious about this. Pay to win, the WoW tokens. Yeah, Star Wars. Uh, hey, listen, listen. That's a notch in your belt. I'll give you that one. That one's really bad, but it's the same dadgum company. You have like two companies pulling this shenanigans, and the rest of the industry isn't doing it. Do you understand? That's the point that I've been making here. You can list, like, WoW, GTA, and Star Wars Battlefront, and then all the sports games. And, like, 85% of the industry isn't those games. Like, yeah, Genshin Impact, again, that's a, that's, that, that's a mobile game infecting the console world. Like, that, 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 no. D- D- John Collins, don't put that freaking game in my chat, because I don't, I don't want to defend them, because they're not that. And the last thing I want to do is defend that company or their game. Most of the industry isn't doing that. That's the point that I'm trying to make. I personally think microtransactions are predatory. I think far-sweeping axioms like that are actually toxic and unhelpful. I don't think you're achieving anything. Microtransactions are predatory. You just did the main problem with this generation on Twitter. You take a word that has power and you just robbed it of its power. If all microtransactions are predatory, you just basically worked against what you claim your aim is, and let me show you why. There are games that do things that are predatory. There are games with microtransactions that are not predatory at all, and you just threw them all in the same boat. This is the problem with Twitter social justice cancel mob. They do the same thing. A guy did what? Oh my gosh. He flirted with her one time? Oh, he's a predator. And then he got guys, like, with years of history of awful behavior being prosecuted, and now they're equal. You just completely worked against any sense of justice in the world or any sense of working against actual predatory behavior by being like, well, all microtransactions are predatory. Okay, you're no different than the cancel culture mob that claims all activity is the same. Make someone uncomfortable, you're the same as a serial serial criminal offender. You're equal in their mind. So you can't do that with microtransactions because you're not actually... Right? You're not actually addressing predatory behavior. You're not. Predatory microtransactions behavior should be addressed when it happens. If you claim all of those, if you claim all microtransactions are predatory, you're working against your aim. It's a lot harder for you to make that case. If you go to a particular game and you say, this game is doing something that's predatory, that's like getting out a scalpel and saying, this right here is bad and needs to go. You're getting out a machete and you're like, you're like, microtransactions are predatory. It's like, well, that doesn't help. What? How many games do it? And it's, it's totally fine. It doesn't hurt anything. 
It's like, it's just there as an optional purchase. It's, it's vanity items. Like, a vanity item, a, a, a flag for your character, a face paint thing. Like, that's not predatory. It's not hurting the industry. What's hurting the industry is this line in the sand that gets drawn, like, total dichotomous. It's like, it's like it's us versus the developers. Ugh, and profit is bad. Like that doesn't help. It doesn't help. That's not good for that. That's not good for the gaming culture and the gaming economy. It isn't. It's because they're feeding off kids, not adults. Yeah. Oh, it's the same pattern every time. It's the same line of thinking every time. Like Fortnite's responsible for the children that play their game. They're not. They aren't. Do you, do you think? You think M&Ms and Skittles are responsible for children that have bad teeth and and bad and bad health or they've got they developed diabetes because they consume too much sugar? That's on the parents. Well, they put the M&Ms in the Skittles at the eye line of the child at the checkout. They're targeting children. You're absolutely right. And who's responsible for that child's diet? It ain't Hershey's. It ain't Nestle. It's on the parents. Epic's not responsible for kids spending money in Fortnite. Absolutely not. It's on the parents. If your kid's teeth are rotting and they're overweight and they have diabetes because you just shoved M&Ms down their throat their entire life, every time they ask, you let them have it? That's on you as, an, as a parent. That's Well, but the company's put it right there. What do you mean? I, it's the same idea in video games. Now, this is why it's so important to go back to the original point that I made. If you neuter and you dilute the word predatory, you can't point out the games that actually are problematic for what's inside them and the age demographic that plays them. Do you see? You lose your punch and your accuracy if you take a shot at Fortnite, not predatory at all, instead of actually going after the games that are. Do you understand? There are villains in the world, but when you turn everybody into a villain who, like, does the slightest thing, you're like, villain. Like, that's not helpful. It's destructive. It it, it 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 destroyed an entire entire part of my life, because because that's how it works. Uncomfortable, predator. Microtransactions, predatory. Like what? There are games that do bad stuff. There are people that do bad things, and you should deal with those individually instead of just painting that broad brush. Because I cannot sit here and say. Yeah, microtransactions are universally predatory, right? I can't, I don't I can't do that. I'll put a tad of the blame on them because R&D and the methods to figure out the best way to sway the mind, but it's nothing we can stop. But you have to come up with a moral argument as to why that's wrong. Every business does the same thing. You don't think a car company does R&D and market research to figure out how to sell you a car on safety features or or the novelty of it or the beauty of it or how it's going to make you feel. 
they do the same thing. They want you to buy the car and feel good about it. They're attempting to manipulate your mind in a way that says, that's the car for me and my family. The safety features, the safety rating, the luxury, the status. They're trying to make your mind agree to it. Every company does that. Video games aren't different. They're not. Do you think the way that sugary, unhealthy cereal is marketed, do you think that they market that in a way that's considering how children will respond when you're walking down the aisle with your little boy in the seat? No, it's they do the same thing. Market research and R&D, research and development goes into the fact that like, how do we market just junk? Cereal is junk. It's garbage. It is garbage. 80% of the cereal, breakfast cereal in the world is trash. Sugar, carb, nothing junk that you give your kid in the morning. And you don't even think about it. Here you go. Trash. The worst way to start your day. They're going to sugar, carb, crash in an hour. They're going to be a train wreck. And the way they market it and the way they position it, pretty colorful cartoon characters, right? Here you go. They're great. You think adults are watching that and responding to it? Maybe at some level you do if you grew up with it. The difference is games will rearrange their entire progression structure to fit in micros. And see, but this is why, Ashen, it's so important to not paint with a broad brush. That You don't do that. If you paint with a broad brush, you take all your power away. Durs with a 10 spot. This is the content I show up for daily. Thank, thank you. I appreciate that. Angry Pete became a member, and I miss it. I am so sorry. Angry Pete, welcome. Welcome to gaming. Welcome to SNTR Gaming. How dare you? I love Frosted Flakes. I'm not telling you not to eat it, but that's what it is. If you sat down with a nutritionist and you said, what's the best thing for me to eat in the morning? They're not grabbing Fruit Loops. They're not grabbing Lucky Charms. It's it's trash. It's it's great. Tastes super, super good, but it is trash. <laughs> it's It doesn't do anything for you. It just tastes good. It's awful for you. I'm not telling you, don't buy it, shouldn't buy it. I'm not. I'm just saying, look at look at every other industry, and you're going to act like gaming is in some weird spot where they market to children, and it's not good for them? You mean like candy, cereal, snacks, like Little Debbie, salty, st- like Doritos, like all that crap is marketed to kids, and it's it's all terrible for you. It's not bad for you in moderation. We have cereal in our house. We have Doritos and Fritos in our house. We have sugary stuff in our house. It's not bad for you in moderation. I control what my kids eat. Because if I didn't, they would eat trash every day. Because they don't think. They're like, it's tasty. And they'd shove it in their mouth. And they'd be grumpy, unhealthy, and set on a path for a bad a bad life physically, right? Video games are no different. They do market research, they market it to kids, 
and it's up to you to decide how it's consumed not everyone parents like you so video game companies cereal companies candy bar companies are supposed to take into consideration derelict stupid inactive parents that's not on them They'd eat the trash because of the marketing. You're proving my point. Proving your proving what point? That there are sucky parents in the world? That doesn't mean that companies suddenly have to change the way they market their product. What are you talking about? Bad parents exist. Yep. And they suck. They suck at what they do, and they rob their kids of great childhood. It's not on companies to make sure. You think the companies are responsible? Come on. Come on. We disagree then? Yeah, start a business. Start a business and then come talk. Start a business where you create a product for kids and you create a product that cautions the adults against it. Against like how they're supposed to engage with it. It doesn't make any sense. How are you supposed to market a product to children? Anything can be overdone. Anything. I will give you an example that won't even sound like it makes any sense. Books and audiobooks. How could books and audiobooks be bad for my kids? How? How? The publishing companies, the authors, the companies, the distribution, the library, what they don't have to consider like, hey, if you let your kids read books and listen to audiobooks for 8 hours a day and they never engage socially, that's going to be bad for their development. They don't need to tell me that. It's not their responsibility. And yet, in abundance, Something good can become something bad. An audiobook and books that read. If I let my kids do what they want, it's bad for them. They would be socially awkward. They wouldn't develop certain things. If I put them in a room for eight hours and just let them just soak in the audiobook and just lay there and drooling on themselves, that would be bad for them. Something good if it's not in moderation, becomes something bad. It's not the publisher's responsibility or or the library to be like, well, no, we limit how long the books play because your kids, you, you're letting them listen too long. That's paternalistic. I don't, they, you don't, it's not their responsibility to make sure I'm not an idiot parent. You understand? Like, cheeseburgers. I can go to the store right now and buy cheeseburgers and feed my kids cheeseburgers Every day, all day. I'm an idiot if I do that. Is it the burgers company's responsibility to put like a big blazoned warning on the box? Like, holy crap. Don't feed this to your children all day, every day. Like, what the frick? It's not their responsibility. It's not on them. It's, it's, not, it's not on them. I see what you're saying. I disagree, though. I guess my question for you is, when does it become their responsibility to keep parents from being responsible? Like, I, that, That's where I don't understand. You can switch your membership, Fuzzy, but you won't You won't have like the same color badge or anything. You'll be starting over. If you keep your membership over there, it's, it's, it works just as well. We're still doing premieres and live streams over there. You're talking morals, dude, that's all. You haven't established anything within the realm of morality that makes it wrong for a company to have microtransactions. All you've said was, well, kids play the game. You've not established any moral any moral axiom at all. 
you've established what you think, but that's not a moral axiom. It's wrong to steal or to murder. That's morally wrong, right? Is it Why is it morally wrong for a company like Fortnite to be like, well, kids play our game, so can't have microtransactions. Where's the moral line that they're crossing? I, I don't see it. I don't see the moral line that they're crossing. Where is your moral compass attuned to that makes that wrong? It becomes their responsibility when they sit in a boardroom thinking of witchcraft tactics to sway malleable minds. Every company does it. Why is it wrong for video game companies to do that? Is it wrong for Kellogg's to do that with a cartoon character and cereal? Is it? To consider the R&D, the research and development, the market research to say, how can we get more kids to respond to Lucky Charms? How? That is it. Are they doing something that's wrong morally? I don't. I, I don't see it. I don't see where the moral line is. They come up with a product and they say we have a responsibility to make the money back and to make profit, and we need to research how best to do that. You know what I'm saying? Lono lost another argument. It's cute that you think that. It's cute. It's adorable that you think that. I've not seen a single point made that makes me feel any sense of like, I've lost the argument. You want a sidebar? Go ahead. Your name's Captain Crunch. That's hilarious too. Coming in on an alt and say that? Yeah. Seems cowardly to me. I think it's morally wrong if it specifically targets the same neural receptors that cause addiction in certain individuals. Now, that is where I might sign up and say yes. Because if they're knowingly tapping into something that is that that is a, like addictive laden, that that I might I, w- I would need to see the internal documents, right? Is it is it coincidence? Like hey, everything can be addictive. Like if you have an addictive propensity everything's addictive binge watching netflix is 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 addictive scrolling through uh through tiktok is addictive scrolling through pinterest is addictive those platforms don't have a responsibility to protect you from your own your own limp you have a limp right i have my own limp i've been in therapy for three years and i have to call i have to be careful where i go and what i do and what i look at on the internet i got my own limp and you got your limp you got to deal with your limp it's not their responsibility to protect you from that. If you have addictive propensities, there are, anything can be addictive. You're not seeing the bigger picture. You're seeing it from the perspective of the Western world. How am I seeing this from the perspective of the Western world? Every company in existence right now creates a product and figures out the best way to sell it. That's, 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 every, that's every country, every company, right? If they're making rugs in some other company, some other country, they're going to figure out how best to sell those rugs, how to position them, right? How do you do it? You push the post again, I'm done. Push what post? What are you talking about? (laughs) 
The second you go from trying to sell a product based on its merit to trying to psychologically manipulate someone into buying it, there's certainly some sort of gray area there. But that's every company in existence. They're all doing the same thing. What do you think market research is? Market research is, how does the human brain respond to this? That's all it is. Is that wrong for them to do? We're targeting uh, middle-aged women with our product, and they'll bring a bunch of middle-aged women in, and they'll have them respond to the makeup ads. They'll have them respond to the makeup and the names and the colors and the branding. Why? They want to know, how does the middle-aged woman mine respond to this? pushing the goalpost each time we slam you you bring up if you think anybody has slammed me and i'm moving the goalpost you're you're keeping score in a game in your head that's not what's going on i've not moved the goalpost once i am asking what moral line are they crossing by researching something and saying this is the most effective way to market this to these people i haven't seen anybody say that that's how do you establish that's morally wrong Nobody slammed me. No one's pointed to anything to say that's morally wrong. You just say you think it's wrong. It's wrong when you attack kids in their malleable minds. That's an assertion. Who is attacking their minds? Who? Who's attacking their malleable minds? Who? A middle-aged woman is competent. False equivalency. I know you think that word's cool because I use it and you think you can use it against me, but were you here 10 minutes ago when I talked about cereal and candy and how they do market research to see how children respond to it? Why is that morally wrong? Zero response. Crickets from you and everybody else that thinks it's morally wrong for a video game company to do what cereal companies and candy bar companies and snack companies have been doing for years. They've been doing it for years. Tell me why it's morally wrong. There's a giant difference between saying, I think this is wrong, and saying why it's wrong. Tell me. Why is it morally wrong for Kellogg's to do market research and see how do children respond to these cartoon characters? How do they respond to our cereal box? Go. They know what they're doing. It's okay. Us parents will continue to do our job. I'll fall back. Man, you retreat real quick. That was a quick retreat. That was real fast. I thought you were slamming me and I was moving the goalposts. That was the fastest retreat I've ever seen. Not everyone has good parents. Right, not everybody has good parents. And if a company says... Think about it like this. So Kellogg's has to make a certain amount of profit. They answer to shareholders. They, they got to make profit. They have to make stuff. They, they, they have to make a product and sell it and maximize profits. They have a responsibility to do that. And their product is marketed to and targeted a, a, a young audience, right? It's, it's children. The, the adult consumption of cereal to children consumption of cereal has to be dramatically different, okay? You can just see it the way that they market it, right? You can see it the way they market it. And in their responsibility to do that, they they allot funds and money to research. Okay, how do young minds respond to these three cereal boxes? We got a couple of different brands here, different color layouts, different cartoon characters, right? And they and they all respond, okay? And then they base the production and the presence and the presentation, okay, of that cereal. To, to get children to respond in the best way possible 
I want you to tell me why that's morally wrong. Because that is no different than Fortnite saying, that's really hot right now. Let's throw in that character, that cartoon, that whatever. That's really hot now right now. Our research and development says this will win big with the young audience right now. They're equal. They're two companies attempting to make a ton of money from a demographic. And they research that demographic and they position their product to do well in that demographic. Tell me why that's morally wrong. No one has done that yet. That's your job right now. You can assert that till the cows come home. It's wrong. I think it's wrong. They're preying on malleable minds. Okay, that's just one assertion on top of another assertion on top of another assertion. Now you need to argue and reason through it. What moral code are they breaking? Is your position that if a child lacks good parenting, we should leave them to the evils of the world? If they have absent parents, we don't intervene and provide food or protection. There's a difference between a company making a product and the populace and its citizens saying, we need to take care of the downtrodden. We need to take care of the less fortunate, right? It would be like saying, well, you make your food and your food costs $10. There are people that are in poverty and can't afford it. Okay. There, that company making that food is not responsible for people that can't afford it. Do you see? It's like, so if you have bad parents or if you're impoverished or whatever your bad situation is, doesn't create an imperative on a company. It doesn't. You cannot create an imperative at, from your from your plight. I have bad parents, and that suddenly creates an imperative on all these companies to protect me from my my malleable influence. Like I'm very easily influenced. You don't get to create an imperative from that. That's not how imperatives are created. The imperative lands on the parents. You ought to care for your children. They are in your charge. And when those parents fail at that imperative, that imperative doesn't get kicked up the road all the way up to the C-suite boardroom meeting of a Kellogg's company or or a candy bar company. That imperative buck doesn't get passed on to them. It doesn't. You could say the imperative would then extend beyond the parents to the immediate relatives. They're aware of the situation. They have a connection, a blood connection. They have a proximity to the plight. Then you extend it by another circle and you say, if our culture, if our citizens, if our city is to be, is to flourish, we need to care for these people that are downtrodden and have bad parents parents that are addicted to a substance or something and they're not caring for their children do you see you can't take that imperative situation and say parents should care for their children and then like yank that out and say whoop it's on the companies as well no that's not how it works if I am making a a a candy bar and I know that this candy bar is going to be really popular with 7 to 12 year olds it's not my responsibility to worry about the parents that 
let their kid eat themselves to death. That's it's not my responsibility. I'm just making a candy bar, and this candy bar consumed in moderation is totally fine, right? It's not like it's not like like a cigarette because the cigarette has toxins in it. I'm not like giving them something that's like in a literal sense killing them. Don't corporations exist with the permission of the collective? Society doesn't need to allow groups to combine for profit, but society allows it for various benefits. But society allows... It's hard. Yeah, this is getting deep. This is getting deep. See, this is why I very quickly gut-check this this opinion. Because it's so philosophically bankrupt. Like... At a, at a philosophical level, it's so bankrupt to be like, no, these companies have a responsibility to protect these children. What are you... T- what? No. Where did you get that? Where, where are you getting that from? It's not morally wrong for a game company to target younger audience with certain skins and material within the game. As long as they get them to play their game and spend money, they're happy. Well, I mean, that's their job. If, if, if I, if, again, in, in the food, in the food industry, right? In the food industry, it's not my responsibility to make sure someone doesn't overconsume it. Here's one that'll really hit home with you. Alcohol. They put the warnings, but that's about all they can do. They market and say, oh, you're going to have a great time. It's going to be awesome. And the, and the branding is eye-catching and it looks so nice. Beer branding is some of the best branding I have ever seen. I was in graphic design. I did logos and illustrations. I'm telling you what, beer branding is incredible. There are people who will give themselves over to it. They they, they got it. They got, the, they got it. They have a propensity to it. He doesn't get it at all. I I love I love when someone loses an argument and they and they say that I don't get it. Like this condescending dismissive. I haven't argued that it's morally wrong. You've not done what you're supposed to do, which is the impetus is on you to back up your assertion with facts, reasons, logic, argumentation. You've not done that. And since you failed to do that, you say, oh, he just doesn't get it. No, you failed to make a cogent point. Like you're not arguing a point. You've merely asserted the same thing 10 different ways and have failed to say why it is morally wrong but you keep saying the same thing. It's easy to say the same thing when you've made the assertion, so the onus is on you to defend it and back it up. You've made the assertion, not me. You've made the assertion. You keep overreading counter arguments. Who is, who's outlined it? You've just merely asserted it more and more times over and over. It's wrong because they're young. It's wrong because they're children. It's wrong because their minds are malleable. You haven't established the moral responsibility of the company when they make their product to consider the fact that there's bad parents out there. The burden of persuasion is on you. Yeah, I've, I'm not be, I've not been persuaded. I've not been persuaded. It's assertions all the way down. Yeah, it's assertions all the way down. It's a personal take. With respect, you've done a pretty bad job of backing up your personal take. Having an opinion is fine, right? Having an opinion is fine. Having an opinion that's based on nothing other than the opinion itself is meaningless, right? I can assert that people with blue eyes are inferior, 
I can assert that. Why? I just think it. I think that's the case. It doesn't mean that it's true. It doesn't mean that it's even worth stating. They don't have a moral responsibility, but their intentions and actions are sinister. That's projection. How do you know that? When they know how the best way to sway incompetent minds. See? That's just another assertion. You're asserting that their methods are sinister, and you're asserting that they know how to sway incompetent minds. How do you know that? How do you know that they're sinister? How do you know that that's how they approach a situation? Where, where, where are you getting this? Where? And again, do you take the same issue with any of the food in- industry situations that I outlined? Whether it's candy, unhealthy snacks, or cereal, they do the same thing. I don't understand how it's sinister to say, let's see how best to position this product so that young people like it. The result makes it sinister. That's not how logic works, my friend. That's not how logic works. If I create um, a a firework, I create some fireworks, and I make them, and my intention is for people to light them off and have a good time, and a bunch of rowdy kids buy them, and they shove them in mailboxes and toilet seats, and they destroy property, does that retroactively make my intention sinister? Absolutely not. The engagement with the product in a divergent or unhealthy way does not retroactively make the intentions of the company sinister. That's not how logic works. Like, if a kid consumes Coca-Cola hand over fist and develops an incredibly unhealthy body and teeth, does that make Coca-Cola's intentions with Santa Claus and polar bears on the cans because it looks cute and adorable? Does that make their intentions sinister? No, it doesn't. You don't get to turn that around on them. <laughs> These kids are addicted. What do you mean? We, we, we made a product. Like, it's up to you. Like, what are you talking about? I don't understand. That's so equivalent. It is equivalent. Like, it's totally equivalent. Something that consumed too much is unhealthy for you and marketed to children all of the time. All of the time. Have you seen these poor kids whose parents just aren't aren't in the fight, man? They've given up and the and the kids are so unhealthy. That's so sad to me. When when I see a kid like that, I'm like, man, they just that's so unhealthy, it's so bad for them. It's not on the sugary snacks company it isn't (laughs) I feel terrible I empathize I sympathize we should try to increase awareness about nutrition we should try to increase awareness about the propensities in these video games and and the addictive properties of them but to retroactively turn that back around like the company is sinister five spot from Smashville everyone has different morals I get your side I get their side but it depends on the person and what they believe I'm not grasping what the debate is here. People are coming at you with personal attacks and low blows. Where's the argument here? The argument is he made the statement that all microtransactions are predatory. And I said that's unhelpful because there are instances where it is predatory and it's more effective to talk about those on a case-by-case basis. My position is that you dilute and you neuter the word predatory when you apply it so broadly. And he went on to say, 
these companies, even Fortnite, target children and are therefore sinister, bad, evil, whatever word you want to throw in because they know that these minds are malleable and they'll become addicted and they'll spend money. And I said, that's on the parents. If you let your kids eat Twinkies all day or spend money in a video game all day, they're equal. Marketed to kids. Research and development went into how to position it, how to promote it, how to sell it. And you're letting your kid overconsume. It's on you. It's not on Little Debbie, and it's not on Epic Games. It's not their responsibility. They have made a product, and your kid's overconsuming it. That is not their responsibility. I don't. I don't. I, I can't see that. It does. That doesn't work in almost any other industry. It doesn't work. You can't apply this standard anywhere else. What you say about companies that actively lobby to have research data that uncovers the unhealthy nature of their practices be hidden or unpublished? See, that's why I said earlier, Jaggy, you brought up something. I think it was you, Jaggy, and I say, I want to see the data. I want my opinion to be informed by facts and information, not projection and assertions. Like, they're sinister, they're evil. The frick? How do we know that? We don't know that. We have no idea. They're like, we're, we're trying to sell Fortnite skins. Of course we're going to do research and development about like what eight-year-olds to 15-year-olds think are dope. Like what? Of course we're going to research that. I don't agree with microtransactions claim. I don't think most games are predatory, but I know what methods these people are trying to sell to make a product. When this argument first started, what did I say? I want you to tell me how many games are doing this and you can't list sport games. And when he couldn't list enough games to show, like, my point was, the industry is mostly in good shape. It's healthy, right? There is a percentage of the industry that does this crap. It is. It's predatory. It's unhealthy. That's why we're getting gambling laws instituted, right? But, like, 85% of the industry, all these titles that come out that might have microtransactions in them, they're totally fine. Like, you can't paint the entire industry with that brush. It isn't fair. You're doing exactly what people did to me. You let one heinous, awful, bad actor, some guy that's getting drugged through the courts over how terrible he was, and you paint me with that brush. Why? It's effective. That's why I rail against it. I'm like, no, 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 no. You got really bad companies doing really bad stuff. It's unfair to paint every other company with that brush. It's ineffective. It's toxic. It's like, they're all predatory. They're all awful. Well, now they're all... Now, everyone's a murderer. Everyone's a predator. Every company's sinister and evil. That's not effective. What, what, where have we come then in the conversation? Which is us versus them? Like, it, it's better to specifically call out the bad practices, the bad actors, and the bad behavior. Rather than act like they're all equal. They're, they're all equal. And a guy awkwardly flirts is equal to a guy being literally taken to court and thrown in jail for crimes they're not equal a microtransaction here isn't the same as a company that's done everything they could to get kids addicted and gambling and they have the research sequestered so you can't see it they're not equal why do you exclude sports games Sally, my point was not to act like the sports games aren't bad. My point was people paint with this broad brush and then they just run to the sports games. And I'm like, no, 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 hang on a second. Like, the industry 
is is so much bigger than that like most of the industry is totally fine in this category sports games yes let's talk about that let's continue to fight to get it fixed and made better there's even laws now about if there's a loot box it has to tell you the percentage chances of winning why that's right in line with all the print work on a scratch off the consumer needs to be informed about their chances and all that all of that is good movement in that category but that's not the entire industry Every time this situation comes up, people talk as if it's just this monumental, awful, sinister, evil thing, and then what do they do? Well, EA and these sports games. And I'm like, okay, but that is not every game. That's not every microtransaction. That is why I said, please don't list sports games. I want you to establish this is so bad and so widespread. Please do that for me. And they always fail to do so because they run to like four games. If you want to effectively stop something, okay, let's, okay, I got it, I got one, I got one. People want to stop bullying, right? You got, you got people in high school that bully and they beat up kids and they pick on kids and it's bad and it's awful and we want to try to fix it, right? How effective do you think it would be to start labeling even the most minor thing as bullying? You see your friend and you give him a light shove. You and, a, you and a guy that don't get along so well kind of like, and you like throw a piece of paper at him. That's bullying! That's not going to be effective. You're now calling everything bullying which means you're not actually going to get to the root issue with these people here, this behavior is bullying and we need to put a stop to it. There needs to be good consequences and good education and even rehabilitation like a lot of the times bullies have very dark reasons that they're bullies, right? You're not going to effectively root that behavior out if you literally say everything that is even slightly unkind is bullying. So when you look at the industry and you're like, everything is predatory, you're doing the same thing. You're robbing your voice of power. You're robbing the effectiveness of like, if we're going to root this out, there are games that do this. There are companies that do this. You're letting them blend into the crowd if they're like, <laughs> they, they think that Fortnite skins are predatory. <laughs> what, what a riot. They're never going to catch up to us and sniff out what we're doing if they think everybody is guilty. Do you see? You're letting the bad actors get away because they're just getting to blend into the crowd. You're calling them all. They're all equal. Wabi Sabi. Don't confuse a marketplace issue with a cultural issue. Consumer culture is what allows these things to exist. That's true as well. That's true as well because the that's what I've always said about the sports games. The number one problem with the sports games, willing consumer base. That's the issue. You can oh, you can yell and scream until you're red and blue in the face. They have a willing consumer base, and that's why it's continued. If everybody in those games would have revolted and said no and not spent money, it wouldn't have worked. The market wouldn't have bared it. It would have been like, no, nah, can't bear it. Mm-mm. Market won't support it. You know, Fortnite skins are $15. They're not $50. Why? 
the market wouldn't have sustained that. The market sustains, you know, they did their research, market research, research and development, 15 to $20 for a Fortnite skin, especially when it's the newest hot one. That's about as high as we can go. And the market brought it, the market brought it to the bear. The reality of it is, people that have a problem with that activity are the vocal minority and it shows and how many people engage with them. That's exactly right. And listen, if you if you feel passionately about this and you think it should stop and you want to put an end to it, I'm telling you right now, the least effective way to do it is to speak so broadly. I'm hard on you guys that argue this way. I come at you. I'm tough. I don't hold back. Why? Because I see a lot of commonality in what happened with me. And so the passion comes out. But at the same time, you need to be better at this at this form of dialogue and discourse if we're actually going to have an impact. Because if not, all you're going to do is shout and scream in platitudes and assertions, and then the industry is just going to keep on trucking. No one's going to listen to that. Yeah, all microtransactions are predatory. You are you are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> the, 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 every game has them. What do you mean? Dig down. Dig down into why certain companies are guilty of this. Certain things should not be allowed. That's how we've got the change with the loot boxes. Speaking broadly in chat like this is different, though. Listen, I'm going to give you full marks, 55. You stayed in the ring, and you didn't insult me. If you did, I didn't see it. Right? You didn't stoop to insults, and you stayed in the ring. Right? Which is impressive. Most people don't do that. <laughs> Most people don't do that, especially with me. Because I, I get hot, and I get ramped up, and I get loud. So I respect it. I respect it. You gotta make a better argument, though. You do. You gotta go back to the drawing board and come up with a better argument, and then jump back in. Work on it. It's not strong. Your argument is not strong. It's too assertion-laden. Laden. It's too opinion-laden. You gotta start to root it into into re, into real tangible things, facts, evidence, reason, even even a philosophical position. Like, you know, go deeper than just I don't like it. Did no one mention that Lono shops were closed in the kids section? <laughs> there you go. Somebody's got to get an insult in. Personally, I think it's more interesting. Somebody in chat might wonder. Somebody in chat might wonder why I just spent that amount of time debating one or two one or two people. Kana Bridge of Spirits is going to be in the Epic Store. Guys, make sure if you ever get anything in the Epic Store to use my code LONO. That does support me. Neo 2 is in there. Encased is going to be in there. Um, any if you, if you guys do use the Epic Storefront, be sure to do that. A lot of you probably don't. Don't. A lot of you probably don't. Um... Somebody might wonder, like, why on earth would you debate that that hotly with that person for the last 45 minutes? I think it makes for great television, right? I think it makes for great television because it's more entertaining to see two people go hammer and tongs than to everybody sit around and agree. So, people like 55, and who was the other person? Um, and they said they had to go back to work. Oh, who was that? They retreated real quick. <laughs> they retreated real fast. I, that's value to the stream. Like you're you're 100 welcome here. If you can stay in the ring and keep the and keep the gloves above above the above the belt and not 
That, that's why that's why I, I bought the one guy. It might have been you, 55. It might have been you about saying that I was a bit of a fanboy. That's the only thing I don't tolerate. I, I will, I'll hit you hard for that. I will. It wasn't directly about the current situation. I said gamers are getting burnt, and that's why they're speaking up. Beach. Yeah, 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 yeah. Beach, 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 beach. If you come in and you disagree with me for an hour and we never see eye to eye, that's totally fine. You come back tomorrow and do it again. As long as you keep the gloves above the belt, I I, it, I love it. It's so fun. We, it, so much time has passed. I appreciate you go off topic from time to time and debate stuff like this. It makes the convo interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Logical debates are becoming a lost art. Do you want to know why? It is necessary. This is so important for people to understand. The reason that logical discourse and discussion is a lost art is it's not necessary. There was a time where it was necessary. The only way you were going to sway people or the public or the higher education zeitgeist or the even in the, even in the political realm, you needed to be thoughtful discourse breakdown, point, point, counterpoint, point, point, counterpoint. We live in soundbite culture now, so it's not needed, right? Do you have have any idea how intelligent some of these people are? They're very intelligent, and they could probably put together amazing arguments. They have amazing education, background, very, very smart. You'd never guess it in the way they talk about serious issues. You'd never guess it. Why? It's not necessary. Why am I going to waste time doing that? You know? Like, this isn't meant to sound condescending, but like, when you try to get kids excited, it's like really easy, isn't it? Hey guys, you guys ready for some pizza? But you don't walk out and say, guys, we have a really great evening planned for you. We're going to start off with a really, really great dinner. The pizza's been slowly preparing all evening. Ah, uh, you can smell it. It's so excellent. And we've really brought together what we feel is a cohesive and and just very very well thought out evening with lots of entertainment funny you don't need to freaking do that you just run out and say pizza and water guns and the kids go yay that is the difference now all you have to do is go out and speech speak in soundbite and you get people all excited there is no debate there is no discourse everyone is thinking and breathing in tiktok can you tell me this in 60 seconds? Because I got things to do. I got scrolling to do, buddy. Hurry up. <laughs> I'm anti-echo chamber. That's why I continue the conversation. I like opposing opinions. Give me a little credit. People accuse me of echo chamber. I'm like, you understand that most of the people I engage with and most of the fire and fury is is people that don't agree with me. Like, those are the best episodes. <laughs> those Those are the best episodes. I have people here every day. They're longtime members and subs, or even my producer. We don't agree on stuff. We've had to stop having those conversations on the phone, Creature and I, because we waste so much of our time. We're supposed to be planning the next day and strategizing, and we're like debating something. I'm like, we can't do this. <laughs> we can't do this. We're gonna we're gonna throw an hour away. <laughs> it's gonna be five o'clock. I'm like, Dad, gummit, we just debated that. Why? Why did we do that? No, you're not. I give you plenty of credit for that. Yeah, people accuse me of an echo chamber because they don't have the mental strength 
to not stoop to insult. Like, I know you're a strong person mentally and even emotionally because you didn't stoop to insult, right? You danced on the line with the fanboy swipe. I didn't appreciate that, but... But when someone doesn't stoop to insult, I'm like, that is an emotionally stable, intelligent person. I don't even agree with them, and I can compliment them. Like, you you just went hammering tongs with me for 35 minutes and didn't insult me. You're of a higher pedigree than a lot of the internet. <laughs> like, like, that's what most of the internet does. You disagree with me? Well, you're a bleh. Like, that's all they do. They're like, I can't believe somebody doesn't agree with me. Bleh, bleh, and they insult you. <laughs> Me and my best friend disagree on all kinds of stuff. It's fun to debate. It makes life is so interesting. Who is the girl? Oh, she was recently on. Uh, is it? Is it? Yeah, Sarah, Sarah Silverman, right? Sarah Silverman. I'm like, she would be a wonderful friend to have, right? Because we're like, I disagree with her on so much stuff, you know? But I'm like, she'd be so fun to be around. It would be fireworks every day. Every day would just be... Those are the best friends to have. Demetrius coming in with a membership. Enjoy the dope badge and emotes. You're dope and deserve dope stuff. Guys, thanks for the tips. Thanks for the members. Thanks for the subs. If you're new, this is what we do. Radio show, video game radio show, man. It's safe for work. It's fun. Bring your debates. If you haven't hit subscribe yet, consider hitting subscribe. That's totally free. Right? I will always take the stance that ketchup goes on steak from now on. Just shut up. I want a cheeseburger now. A cheeseburger does sound good. Doesn't it, Snow? It does sound good. I like I like a good cheeseburger. Okay, we got some questions here we got to put up on the board. Good, good debate, though. Good sparring session. Alberto, do you think that they should do a GTA 5 style in Spider-Man where you can switch between Peter and Miles anytime? More than likely, what they will do is not this initially. Right? I would imagine they'll have you switching because of the story. Right? You gotta go do something here and Miles doesn't. You gotta so uh, Ratchet and Clank's an example of how they're probably gonna implement this. I could choose at different times to loop back and do stuff, and I knew I'd be playing as Rivet, or I knew I'd be playing as uh, Ratchet. Right? So, now you have to buy her a cheeseburger. Let me... I'm gonna think through how how to do this, Hex. Getting her to crave something, and then you have to pay for it. I love... I I like this relationship. This is fun. This is fun. You're you're gonna... You're gonna be very poor very soon. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> why is Lono constantly talking about filet mignons all of a sudden what the frick man <laughs> this is unbelievable but they'll probably have you bouncing back and forth between Peter and Miles story driven and then when you go back later on to go completionist it'll wherever you go it'll dictate who you play as does that make sense there'll be things that Miles has to do there'll be things that Peter has to do Right? My wallet hates you now? That's fine. It's fine. (laughs) That would be my prediction on how they'll do it. Right? Hold up. Who's arguing this? Let me guess. They're not a parent or a very absent one. Snow, I can, from the perspective, because, like, I'm not some cold-hearted son of a gun. Like, I have 
empathy and sympathy, especially for children. I have two of my own. My I, I can't watch shows that talk about that kind of stuff. I get sick to my stomach. I do. I get absolutely sick to my stomach. What was the what was the movie? End of Watch. End of Watch where they found a family and the parents were addicted to something and the kids were like duct tape in 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 car seats. I got nauseous. I got absolutely nauseous cuz I'm like I know I, I I know that happens. I know that that horrific living nightmare exists for some kids. I can't I don't like stuff. I can't consume that kind of stuff. I can't. I could watch a saw movie and eat spaghetti, but I can't watch that. I, it's too real. I'm like, it turns my stomach. It just turns my stomach. It, you know, you, I can watch a movie about a serial killer, and I'm like, you know, he's, he's tacking people up, and they're trying to catch him. I'm like, okay. But that? Uh-uh. I can't take it. Not as a dad, especially. So, I obviously look at these children, and I feel for them, but my emotion and my sympathy and my empathy cannot drive me to being illogical. Do you see? That's the problem with everything that's been going on. Everything that happened last summer, right? Empathy and sympathy for true victims and true people that go through horrible things drove people to an insane level of hate and rage and they burned a person to the ground. They didn't even think twice. Why? Their empathy, their sympathy, their emotion drove all of it. Drove all of it. And in the aftermath, it's kind of like, well, we went a little far, didn't we? Oh, well. And then they move on with their lives. And I see the same thing in gaming. I'm like, we can't do that. We can't let emotion turn us into an illogical, angry mob because it doesn't achieve anything but destruction. Nothing nothing last year achieved refinement, healing. Nothing good came from it. Not a single good thing came from it. It was nothing but destruction. No healing. No psychological growth. Nothing. None of them were, none of them were even in therapy because they're liars and they're not victims, right? That's part of the problem. But in this scenario, if you want to root out bad behavior in these companies, you're not going to have an industry movement to like, hey, this is healthier, this is better. You're not going to by just labeling every company because you're angry or you have an emotional like frustration about it, right? Lona should do ASMR just talking about food. You want to get a ribeye with really nice marbling, and then you take that ribeye and you bring it home. Put it on the counter and let it get to room temperature. Grab that kosher salt, put it on that rack, cover it liberally with that salt. That's right. Really rub it in there. Then put it in the fridge overnight. It's going to really flavor that meat. Soften it up. Make it nice and... (laughs) I can't, I can't, I can't keep doing it. <laughs> I can't keep doing it. Okay, I'm getting turned on. <clears throat> I'm just kidding. <clears throat> I can't keep doing that. <laughs> the last time I went with the but the last time I went to the butcher, the meat prices are going up. The meat prices are going up. And uh I can buy uh I can buy enough ground meat to make like thirteen burgers, right? That's like thirteen dinners for me because nobody else eats it. And then they had like a $35 a pound ribeye. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I couldn't. We're, you know, 
money ain't great right now because of everything that's happened but at the same time I was like I can't justify it that's like one dinner that's more expensive than 13 burgers like I, I could not do it I couldn't I felt I felt sick too was, oh dude they were great they the ribeyes that were sitting out were just they were fantastic I couldn't do it I couldn't do it I was like I can't <laughs> God, I gotta leave it, dude. I gotta leave it in the store. It was hard. It was hard. It's hard to leave it around. You know what I mean? Find a Wagyu roast for myself for my 30th birthday. Yeah. Just picked up a 270 prime rib roast. Yeah, the prices have just gone up. Even if money was good, that stupid money. Yeah, even back when, even back when we were just, I was just swimming right. I don't think I could have. I'd have been like, that's just too expensive, man. You know what I mean? That's just too expensive. You sound like Bob Ross talking like that. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, let's put some more questions up on the board. Norberto, bit off topic, but how do you feel about Tiny Tina's gameplay trailer? Borderlands 3 didn't hype me as much as Wonderland. Looks like a great blend. Oh, is Creature here? I told him this was going to happen. Creature will testify. Do you know what what I said? I watched that Tiny Tina trailer and I said, this game will be more loved, praised, and liked by the community than Borderlands 3. I can can feel it. I can feel it. Tiny Tina's game will will be more praised and lauded than Borderlands 3. It'll be... It'll be like a community cult classic in, in people's minds. I can already feel it. People are there. That will be the headline. The reviews and all that will come in. Tiny Tina's Wonderland surprisingly better than Borderlands Three. I'm t- right now. I'm. It's, I, I can see it. I can see the future. It's. It's already happening. Like you already feel it. You already feel it. You can feel it. You're like that game's going to be better. It's going to be more fun. It's going to be more fun. Because it's. I tell you what it is. It's springboarding off of something that is absolutely drenched in the Borderlands identity. Tiny Tina. You know? It, it, she carries Borderlands 2. I'm telling you right now. She she carries th- th- that game. Because Roland's terrible in Borderlands 2. So is Lilith. Like, do you know who carries Borderlands 2? Tiny Tina and Handsome Jack. The rest of the cast... What? Why? Why'd you do that? Right? Hopefully they don't let streamers give too much input again. Yeah, hopefully they don't establish a stream team that only streams the game for a week and then after only plays it when they're being paid to. That might help. That might help. (laughs) That might go a long way. It might be better for it. It might be more healthy. The next question. Sorry to go off topic, but can Double Dippers get a special badge? I don't have a way of giving you uh, a, a special badge, no. I was considering doing like a, uh, a Double Dip emote for you guys, but then everybody could use it. I, I don't know. To, to celebrate? You'd be playing Tiny Tina? No. No, 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 no. I think, I think what they're going to do... From what I could tell, they're going to create four classes that you can play as, and they're going to be driven by, like, traditional RPG classes. That's what it felt like to me. 
Wasn't even trying to give you a shade setup. Oh, I, dude, I got no problem throwing shade at scum. It's real easy because it's on the ground. <laughs> it's real easy, real, real easy. Yeah, it's a, it's another it's another board game. No, 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 no. It's not a board game. It's influenced by it's influenced by. I'm surprised they didn't turn this into a board game. By the way, because the claptrap card game is kind of eh. Eh, my wife and I played it a couple times. It's not that great, right? It's not that great. You create your own character. I was assuming you were going to pick between four classes. It looked like that's how they were setting it up, or maybe three. I don't know. I was surprised they never turned Bunkers and Badasses into an actual purchasable board game. I, I don't understand why you wouldn't do that. It would be amazing. It would sell so well. It would sell so well. It is a board game? No, they've not turned it into an official board game. You cannot buy it, Jake. When they were announcing a game that wasn't a video game, I thought that's what they were going to announce when they hinted at it, but it's like a claptrap card game. It's not, it's, it's, in the claptrap card game's like, it's okay. Do you know what I mean? They said before you create your character. Hang on a minute. I got an official press release from them about it. Let me, let me, let me pull this up. Where did it go? Where did it go? No, no. Here it is. Uh, trailer's out. For, uh, oh, I can apply for a key. Okay. Let's see. Showcases all-star celebrity. Brand new mechanics. Spellcasting. They'll embark on an epic journey ish tiny teen is your guide explore the majestic cities dank mushrooms all over the overlord oh no you're right create your own hero with an expansive multi-class system that lets you mix and match six unique character skill trees all with their own awesome abilities level up refine your build expand your arsenal and become the ultimate fate maker yeah you're you're that's unprecedented for the first time ever they're gonna let you like create your own character that's pretty cool. What email address did that go to? Um, let me see here. Okay. There we go. Uh, 100% companies who make a product that's intentionally harmful to consumers, but that's not always the case. And don't you think you let them kind of skate under the radar by, by saying that all companies are evil, all companies are sinister, like greed is morally wrong? Like, don't you think you let the... I feel like you let the bad actors skate they just get to skate by when you're looking at everybody you know if you get to look at it oh it's through okay i can i can apply through yeah um you you let them skate by well no no one's talking about the real villains You're, you're everyone's a villain right um Back to campaigns, applications. Uh, claimed in review and review. Claim, agree. Okay. I need to make sure and do that 
we can we need they want me to send my um they want me to send my surgeon simulator uh s- stuff uh surgeon sim coverage I'm gonna add it to my to do I gotta I gotta send it over uh to the devs they want to see it okay beautiful yeah mm-hmm. yep yeah mama we're three hours in so it's it's around that time when we kind of shift here a little bit 10 spot from Zach Smith just a lurker paying my dues I'm glad Zach that you you do that a lot of the lurkers don't do that it's you know they're really slack like a lot of you guys are like you have a huge lurker tab you know Zach at least is doing doing the right thing you know I gotta tell you I, I gotta tell you we've had um, three coffee orders mama Thank you for the 10 spot, Zach. Thank you, everybody who has... Oh, wait, I thought three orders was enough for lunch. You've upped it now? You would, make a, you would make a great sales manager. You would. Your quote is three, but you hit five, so now you have to hit five every day. Freaking ruthless. Just... Oh, we had six yesterday. <laughs> so when is Wolverine projected to release? No one knows. Everyone's been guessing. Everyone has been guessing. So, guys, thank you for a really, really strong turnout, man. I really appreciate it. Be sure you're smashing all the things. Be sure you're smashing all the things. We got a full day ahead of us. We're going to be playing um, Lost in Random. We have from Friday. I have two premieres of two little cool indies, Hindsight 2020 and Webbed. Webbed is adorable. You play as a spider. It's just absolutely precious. Uh... And then tonight, over on SNTR Presents, we're doing Surgeon Simulator 2. Me and Hilly are going to try and complete that game's campaign. It's getting kind of tough. But the two indie titles and that stream with Hilly are all over on SNTR Presents. So there's a reason to keep your membership, to keep your sub, and all of that over there. We do the talk show and the gameplay here. All the live stuff's happening here, except for my stream with Hilly on Friday nights. So that channel continues to get content premieres and gameplay. So... If you haven't smashed like yet, consider doing it. If you haven't hit subscribe yet and you like this show and you like this channel, please consider hitting subscribe and the bell button. Um, we greatly appreciate the support today. This is a huge turnaround for us. I, I, we were nervous about doing a Sony, you know, two week, two Sony days this week. Um, I think I messed up the other day, by the way, when we covered um, live service and we covered AC of Valhalla and Ghost of Tsushima. I made a mistake on the back end that may have hurt that, <laughs> that may have hurt that stream. That might have been my fault. But we've always been a little scared to cover Sony topics because um, there's a lot of the core audience that just doesn't tune in. They don't like Sony. Uh, but we met a lot of new people today, and we're really excited about that. I, I want to continue to be able to cover anything that happens in gaming especially Sony because you guys know I love my PS5 I love Ghost of Tsushima I love my Xbox I love the Series X I'm really excited about Halo and so we like having multiple uh, you know multiple uh, sort of circles of communities and people gathering and hanging out and listening so we greatly appreciate it I'm going to quickly run upstairs I'll be right back while I'm gone consider order some coffee become a member with the join button or the join command my shirt today is from the Wolverine collection over at 80s Tees so use the shirt command and uh that will that will enable you to use my code use code lono for 30 percent off any shirts on adcs and when you see something like that like shorts or updates we do have multiple channels with multiple different types of content delivery if you like it the little short tiktok style videos or real short uploads we do have four channels 
there's the update channel it's only because the content is so different if I filled one channel with all this content you wouldn't like it you would hate it so that's why we break it up a lot of big YouTubers do the same thing so and and as well we'd love to see more people in the discord okay I'll be right back don't go anywhere you might see some ads it helps support the channel and I'll see you guys in just one minute Man, my my wife and my daughter are the ones that were like historically scaring me, you know, and jumping out. And uh, my son just did it. And I gotta say, I, I I'm I'm a little he was he was good at it. You know, usually he's he, that's not really his cup of tea, right? It's usually something that that um, my daughter or my wife's very good at. And uh, he did great. <laughs> he 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 did great. And, uh, the, the, uh, the thing that I'm bummed about is I'm like, now the whole house is against me. He was the one that wasn't doing it. Now they're all doing it. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to fall down. I'm like, oh, like just die. Like too many scares, too many jump scares, you know? 
What are the chances of Wolverine being a 360 always online game in this genre, but it's gaining some traction? No. No. Insomniac has a formula. I think they're going to stick to the formula. It's been so successful. It's It works. I, can, I don't... Oh, you missed the joke. Oh, 360 always... Oh, gosh. Yeah, that guy. I don't understand. I swear some some people like it got it was like that guy was waking up getting drunk and coming to my channel and he didn't like me he was like oh, I got a bone to pick with you you like Elden Ring and it's gonna be a 360 always online game the f- what <laughs> like dude get help okay <laughs> get help you need it um oh I love that I love that Sven looking good looking good um, let's before I'll clear the Q and A thing in just a second. So if you guys want to submit off-topic AMA stuff, you can. My my food's about to come down. Uh, Akuta Papa, would you want an update to Kotor's combat system or leave it in the classic system? Not sure if you've played the original, dude. I played it ages ago, and I do remember not really liking it. It didn't really think it didn't really feel like it was my cup of tea, and so yeah listen you guys are going to hear me say it there's a game over there premiering on presents called hindsight 2020 and I'm like you guys know that I talk about combat fluidity and even this little indie title has good combat fluidity and when a game lacks combat fluidity I'm grumpy what are you doing you counting how many times I said it we've We've had three orders of coffee, babe. I'll check to see if there was a fourth. You cannot up the quota. There's the fourth. 1151, a bag of light roast to Lance. Thank you, Lance. My wife's now giving me my lunch. This is, this is, is what would this be called? Is it extortion? Oh, I love that. I love that. She's so cold. She said motivation <laughs> withholding something <laughs> to get a result that's motivation try that with the kids you know you guys want lunch all right clean the house crumpet over here peddling coffee like drugs you know what we need? We need we need to figure out a referral program because I want to start to motivate you guys to like give give a bag to your friend or like give a cup to your friend and then tell them to go order and like we need a referral program. Like if someone goes and orders it and puts in your Discord username, we we go and generate a discount code for you for your next purchase or something. I can't get over how good these grapes are. I'm telling you, when I figured out what it tasted like, it just tastes like Welch's grape juice. It's just so good. Like, grape juice is grape juice, but at the same time, it's something else. It doesn't taste exactly like a grape. These grapes, are they gumdrop grapes? Is that what they're called? Can the supplier do sample size bags? 
No, it's like an all-in-one thing. We order like 500 some odd bags, ground, packed, box, boom, shows up on a freight. You know what I'm saying? That's it. How about you just pay me to be a sales rep? No, it needs to be more organic than that. I don't want you selling it. I want you just being like, here, dude, try this. Here's a bag of coffee. Here's a, here's a, here's an early birthday present. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't like the cotton candy grapes. They're too weird. I felt like they were too tart. And we got a couple of these with stems in them. You trying to get me to choke on stream? Guys, these grapes are so good. (laughs) Babe, we had this this conversation earlier today. If you make something and I consume it, it's your responsibility to make sure I consume it safely, right? Like, this should come with a warning to not eat 18 grapes at one time. I might choke. Like, it's not on me to be responsible for my actions. It's on you to make sure that I know there's a da- there's a danger here. <laughs> Leave the food alone. So <laughs> I love coffee, but espresso? Mm. No. I'm going to pose you on every issue going forward, keep you on your toes. <laughs> Just giving you the look, right? Yeah, I'm. My, the face I made was too genuine. The face that I was like, it was too genuine. She got, she got mad. <laughs> She just said, I hope you choke. You understand. You understand that, like, my ability to speak and live is keeping all of this going, right? Like, I don't have delusions of grandeur. I'm a narcissist, but I I see reality, all right? The roof over your head, all this nice stuff, these gumdrop grapes. Yeah, this voice does all of that. couldn't get through it i couldn't get through it <laughs> she runs the show guys seriously <laughs> jerry seinfeld said recently in an episode they asked him about his kids he's like i don't know i don't do anything and i was like that's exactly right <laughs> mama runs the house man mama runs the house you could you could glare a person off of a cliff you know we don't need a negotiator. We just send you. We just send you in and glare, and they're like, "I'm not jumping because if I do, you're coming for me." Oh, you thought I was saying you could glare somebody to jump off the cliff? No, no, off the like come back from the cliff of jumping. Gee, many Christmas. That's how dark she is. I told you. thinking they send her in as a negotiator like don't jump and she just glares at him and they're like I I obviously am making the wrong choice (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah, Jay Murph. It really was a good turnout. It really was. We got some love from YouTube today. I could feel it. There was there was some movement going on. It, it, it felt really good. It gave me some confidence in bringing the show over here, you know? What did I say? I said we got we to do this for a while, and it'll start to turn. And today felt like a nice turn. Not that every day is gonna, that's going to happen, but it was good. It was good. I was extremely nervous. Anytime we cover Sony, we're like... Anytime we cover Sony, we say that. We're like, we're just going to take it on the chin. It's just going to be a lighter day, you know? And today, that was not the case. How subscriber growth? I, I, I wish it was better, you know? I feel like it's really hard to get new people to sub to a live stream. Like, they come in, we get, like, a ton of new people, and it's just really hard to get them to click sub. I'm not actively asking for it. I'm not actively asking for it. If the show is good... If the show is good, then I, I don't, I don't, I don't feel like I need to. But at the same time, that's what sucks about YouTube is if you don't ask for it, tons of people won't do it. They just don't click. But I hate to disrupt the show to constantly say it. Every time I say it, we get three or four. It's like if those three or four were happening on their own every ten or fifteen minutes, that would be freaking wonderful. But it's just, the, it's just the nature of YouTube. It's so weird. Like if you don't say, "Hey guys, smash the like button." Hey guys, hit subscribe. Hey guys, take the poll. The viewing audience is very passive on this platform. They just won't friggin' do it. And yo, know, Nar Waffle, thank you so much for doing a membership over here. I greatly appreciate that, man. Enjoy the dope badge and emotes. Thank you, OG Boxer, grabbing a bag of dark and grabbing a bag of light. Thank you very much, man. I'm telling you, the co- the support for the coffee has just been nuts. Thank you guys so much. Especially because, I'll be real with you guys, a lot of you guys I know are ordering and then reordering. That is just mega, mega encouraging. Um, you know what I mean? Mega encouraging. It'd be one thing if everybody went crazy when we first announced it. And then that was the end of the matter. But the but the fact that you're doing it and continuing to reorder, I'm like, oh, this this it was scary to do. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. When you're <laughs> when you're in a tailspin and someone's like, we should buy a car and race it. To and, it, and that'll start to make some money. I'm like, the plane is in a tailspin and you want me to buy a race car okay (laughs) don't take this the wrong way I order the coffee because it's delicious it helps you as a nice side effect (laughs) I've waited for the dark so the first, I might try ordering more. My crap always works sometimes. <laughs> that's your slo- that's creature's slogan. Listen, let me help you. My crap works always, sometimes. 
I can see the first pallet being scary, but not the second or the third. No. You're incorrect, Robert. You would think that. You would think that, but because we did pre-orders, the first pallet wasn't scary at all. Do you want to know what's scary about the second and third pallet? Do you remember when we started taking pre-orders? February. March. And then what happened in April? I was terrified when the second and third pallets showed up. When the Dark Rose showed up, I was like, we're not going to move any of this. She's going to friggin' sit here. We don't have the same pull. We don't have the same audience. We don't have the same exposure, right? We sold 300 and some odd bags of the first 500 before they were even in my driveway. That was like, well, if this doesn't work, we sold most of it. We turned a profit. The second and third pallets, I was just, my freaking heart was in my throat. I was like, oh my gosh. Preacher was trying to convince me to do it. I was extremely hesitant. Like, I was all about it, and then we started looking at it, and oh man, I got cold feet real fast. Now we're back. Be back later. Okay. I need to finish the light before I get started on the dark. A lot of people, I think, are being converted uh, by the dark. That's a great line, isn't it? We should have done a whole marketing campaign around that, you know? Come to the dark side. Um, I'm sure that's been done before, though. That's probably not very original. Let's see. I need to get the Lost in Random um, stream scheduled here. Uh, boom. Uh, boom. Okay. Lost in Random. There's my thumbnail. No. There we go. We're doing um we're doing a couple of things today, so it, it takes me a little bit of time um to get everything scheduled and set whenever we're going to jump streams like this.
visibility public what time is it I'm gonna schedule it for 1240 people get a 30 on it No from Friday? No, we're doing from Friday. You're going to get that after Lost and Random. Lost and Random is brand new, and I, I just, I, I thought it looked great. I told Creature, I said, it just looks like one of those games that I would play. You know? A little cool, kind of like, goofy action-adventure, third-person game, you know? It just, it looks, it looks very me. You know? It looks very me. We'll make sure that it's featured, and then we'll make sure that we redirect to it. Um, having Shake Shack today. Yesterday got me craving. Yeah. Yeah, we debated that. Was that yesterday? I thought that was the day before. In any case. Dude, the day we can redirect to another channel. Oh my gosh. Wait, Deathloop is on Monday? That's a weird launch date. The biggest difference between a premiere and an upload? A premiere is a hybrid between an upload and a live stream. There's a chat... The streamer can be in the chat, you can be in the chat, everybody gathers together to watch at the same time. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that Deathloop is Tuesday. I'll check Steam right now. Yeah, Deathloop hits Steam on Tuesday. I think you got your dates wrong. Monday is Hot Swap Cyberlust, so we'll be playing... I'm just kidding. (laughs) These games, dude. Oh, my word. What was my letter grade? I give it an A. I'm not going to say A plus or S tier. I'm going to say it got an A. It was good. I thought it was great. It says the 13th on PlayStation. Okay. Oh, shoot. The tag's going to be wrong on that. I just realized I missed the L. Um... Gonna be tagged Aust in random. There we go. Haven't read yet, but Apple's been instructed to make changes to their store operations. A new precedent might be set. Hmm. You think YouTubers coming over here to YouTube will help 
With people checking out live streams on YouTube? Yes. Mm-hmm. Give it three years and this 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 platform will be a bigger streaming platform than the other. They're gonna they're gonna drift. They're gonna drift down. They're already losing their dominance. And they deserve it. platform deserves financial ruin and I hope that it happens oh yeah Deathloop is very much inspired by Dishonored it's the same developers isn't it isn't it Arcane Yeah. Yeah, it's Arcane. It's the same devs. <laughs> yeah, he means precedent, not president. I think he's probably doing voice like voice to text speech thing. So I thought he said president because they sound so similar. It looks so similar. Oh, yeah. Mhm. Kind of like the first Titanfall had a lot of similar like movement feels and like gun feel to like the Call of Duty because the same guys that made Call of Duty made it. You know what I mean? It's the same dev, so it's going to have that same identity and feel. Yeah, Redfall looks different. Although there's elements of Redfall I think that are going to be similar, Mo. I think some of the movement will be similar. I love how Thor is trending. I want to get thick Thor trending so bad. Yeah, we support thick Thor. Come on, hashtag thick Thor. Two C's, thick Thor. Come on. We can get that trending. Five hours ago, I think I was the first. Was I the first? I don't know. I probably wasn't. The specific hashtag is what I mean. I'm sure people called him Thick Thor. How could you not come up with Thick Thor? We were already saying that about the one in the Marvel movies, but get it trending. (laughs) Which is better, the werewolf game or the vampire BR? You know what's hilarious is that you get to frame it in that way. That there, there literally was a werewolf game that was awful, and the vampire BR actually has potential. It was really unfair that that happened the way that it did. You know, it was really unfair. Um, 
I, I, I did. I felt bad. I was like, man, I tried to say at the end too. I was like, if this thing just would have played like the tutorial, <laughs> you know, it'd have been fine. Werewolf was a good stream though. My favorite is that it's now something that everyone refers to. Everybody refers back to that stupid werewolf thing. Star Wars Visions Anime Anthology releases classically. Oh yeah, that looks so good. Is that a samurai on the bottom of that poster with a lightsaber? Yes, please. Oh my gosh. I've been looking at Werewolf. Is it good? It is a total throwaway, have some fun game, homie. There is nothing special about it. It's fun, but it is cheesy and bad. (laughs) You know, I really like it when you drink your drink. Why do you have to put a wink at the end? Like, why would you do that to me now? Now, why do I gotta, like... Why do I gotta be self-conscious now about it? Remember the lip window? This thing perfectly outlines... First time I ever used it, it did it by totally by accident. I looked in the camera, I was like, oh my gosh. Freaking lip window, man. Uh, Demetrius submitted a question. This is the last one in the queue. What games outside of sports games would you consider predatory? Also, do you feel how do you feel about the reveal of Tiny Tina's Wonderland? I don't want to go back. I don't want to go back to that. Like, I think the, I think the games that very clearly have what we would consider to be like predatory, you know, stuff in them are the ones that that laid in the game with a sense of like pay to win or like a gacha game because it squeezes your progression and you feel like that sunk cost fallacy of I've played a bunch. I need to continue playing. Um, you know, if I don't, then, um, you know, you're, if I don't continue playing, then I've wasted my time, you know, that kind of a thing. I, I think that's, that tends to be, uh, you know, predatory. But at the same time, I think the difficulty is finding those instances where it happens and pinpointing like, yeah, they shouldn't be doing this. I think that's more difficult because there are those extreme examples, but they have such an, a willing consumer base. It's extremely hard to draw attention to it in a way that doesn't just seem like, you know, then don't play kind of a thing. Do you see like your option, right? Your option is to criticize it publicly and then the best thing to do as a consumer is to not consume it or play it. But you not consuming it and not playing it does almost nothing. If I go to a street corner and I'm selling saltine crackers for $10 a piece and you're like, this is, a, this is ridiculous. This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. And there's a big line of people around the block, right? Big line of people around the block. You can hold up a picket sign, you can scream, you can yell, and you can be like, well, I'm not buying it. And I'll be like, okay. I I don't need you to. They're lined up around the block. 
It's a luxury hobby item. It takes a lot for it to become legitimately predatory. What you described as a you problem. Yeah, a lot of it is people that don't, you know, I don't like it. I do think there is something that would be like <sighs> predatory is insulin prices. Yeah, yeah, or EpiPens. Um, so we would say that if you started a TV show, you know, and on Netflix, you got a bunch of people hooked and then halfway through the season started charging people a premium to keep watching, you would say, now, wait a minute. That that doesn't seem... That seems like you're kind of preying on people. Like, you got them hooked, they enjoy the show, and now that they enjoy the show, you're trying to squeeze money out of them. The only way they can continue watching, the only way they can see the rest of it is to spend money. I think you could say that's, like, low-level predatory. Like, wait a minute, like... You, you're, you're sucker punching people and I think a lot of the times the games that do this like a gotcha game or like a pay to win sports game you feel that sucker punch of surprise of like well now that you're invested now that you're playing and now that you care well now you gotta spend money or it's all for naught you, you, you've, you've wasted that time and money getting in here to begin with because now your progress your ability to win well it's completely undercut if you don't spend money you see what I'm saying? I think there are de- there are varying degrees of how it's like it's preying on a person. Their emotional investment and commitment to the game is being preyed upon. It's like, wait a minute. You're, you're setting this up to where I feel an impulse and an, the only way I progress is to spend money. You didn't tell me that on the outset. You didn't tell me that on the outset. I don't deem that as predatory. But it's seeking to exploit or oppress others. That's exploitative. You're exploiting that person, right? Exploit. Make for you... I need exploitative exploitative making use of a situation or treating others unfairly in order to gain an advantage or a benefit they're they're making the situation there it's unfair they're setting it up in a way that it's unfair so they can gain something from the person it's unfair you can't progress we've intentionally set it up to be unfair it's a luxury hobby item doesn't matter it's still if you got four or five episodes into a season and they're like from here on out surprise even though you have a Netflix subscription it's five dollars per episode you'd be like now wait a minute you just this is unfair you've set up an unfair exchange of entertainment in order to get a benefit for me and for in order to get money for me that's exploitative you're exploiting me I I got invested, you knew I'd get invested, and now you're squeezing me for money. It's, I don't know, just because it's a luxury item doesn't mean that it can't be an unfair situation. If you and I were sitting down and playing poker, total luxury, total leisure activity, 
if I set it up to where it's unfair and then want to charge you money for more cards, like, no, all the money's on the table, right? And if you want to continue playing and you want more cards, you need to pay me money. I have now set up an exchange of a leisurely activity in an unfair way. I'm exploiting you. Did you know about it going into? A lot of the times, no. They don't tell you on the outset that progress is going to slow down at a certain point and you're going to feel an impulse to purchase. They don't tell you that in the, in the sports games, the best way to get a strong team is to buy a team. They don't say that. They would never tell you that. They get you in and the scenario makes you feel as if that's the only option. Just like if I set up a poker game in an unfair way and didn't tell you ahead of time and you get into the game and you're like, wait a minute, my only chance of beating you is to literally spend money for better cards. That's not how poker traditionally works. You just set this up in an unfair way. That's exploitative. That's predatory. I feel like I've been tricked. Now, the people that continue to buy the sports games year after year after year, you could make the argument that that's not really predatory, right? Who is that in that Bond movie? My goodness. Is that the girl from Doctor Who? Oh my, is that her? Hooey. It's unscrupulous, but predatory. By the base definitions of the word, I think a game that sets things up in a way that is unfair in order for the person to feel an impulse to spend money, I that I, I feel that fits the definition. It's exploitative. You're exploiting the person's investment, commitment, and love for the game, and you're, you're setting it up in a way that it's not fair so that they spend money to, to make it fair, to set the scales aright. So, I don't know. Do they? What's her name? No Time to Die is two hours and 43 minutes, the longest James Bond movie yet. Okay, so it's No Time to Die. I swear that's a girl from Doctor Who. She is just absolutely, she's so charming. She was so great in, that, in Doctor Who. If they got her for Bond, No Time, No Time... Come on, not no Tomei. Here we go. No time to die later. Anna de Armas. What is she known for? Oh, she's from Knives Out. It's not the same. It, she, it looks like her. It looks like her. It's the girl from Knives Out. Well, good for her. What a big movie jump for her. She was in Blade Runner. But still... To jump up from Knives Out. Oh, that's cool. She's getting to work with Daniel Craig again. I didn't even think about it like that. <laughs> I didn't even think about it like that. She's getting she's getting to jump from one from one movie to another with Daniel Craig. She's in she was in War Dogs. I, what's which one's War Dogs? War Dogs. Oh, that's got Jonah Hill in it. Jonah Hill. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I ever saw that one. I don't think I ever saw that one. Who else was in that movie? 
Go to Hill. Oh, that young guy. I recognize the young guy. He's been in a lot. These are things as a society we have deemed predatory in regards to consumer protection. Ridiculous interest on pay loans, scalping essential goods. Like, micros and gotcha games haven't reached that level at all. I mean, I could see an argument made, Eugene, that like, kind of like what I was saying earlier, when you paint everything with the same broad brush, it's unhelpful. When you make somebody who's like awkward and makes you uncomfortable is equal with a criminal that's being prosecuted for actual crimes against women, like, you're making those people equal. That's not fair. That's ineffective. That's, that's honestly, that's honestly nasty and villainous in its own way. You could make the argument that in this scenario, there are truly predatory things in in existence. You know, the you know the payday loans and scalping and profiteering. Right, these things are predatory. They're preying on the poor. They're preying on you know the weak. And you go to a video game and you're like, come on, this is not nearly as bad. I still think, from a pure language base, the adjective of exploitative or predatory can be applied in some of these games because by their base definition they're setting up something to be unfair to get money from you it's 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 rigged the house is the house is going to win it's rigged in a way to where you you are going to feel like you need to pay them money in order to progress in order to win I think, according to the base level definitions, yep, yeah, no, this is. This falls into that category. Some of these games do cross over into that territory. Are there worse instances of it? Sure. Sure. You could say that the guy going around his neighborhood, you know, selling some multi-level marketing thing to housewives, you could be like, well, that's a scam, okay? Well, is it the same as a scam at the level of, like, a Ponzi scheme? They're both a scam, but one is obviously far worse. But in both scenarios, I think you can use the word scam. It's a scam. It's a scheme. It's a You're trying to rip people off. You know, some guy going around selling fake jewelry is not, you could call it a scam, but it's not at the same level as a Ponzi scheme. It's like one's far more elaborate and far more damaging and far reaching than a guy selling fake Rolexes. But you would say, you would be like, yeah, it's a scam. He's a scam artist. You would say, this is predatory. You would say, this is exploitative. Even though it's at a level, it's like it's in a luxury item. It's in a luxury environment. It's like, it's not nearly as severe as as how predatory the price of insulin is. You know? No one would say there's equal moral importance and, and like imperative to fix Genshin Impact as there is to fix some of the problems with Big Pharma. You know what I mean? Like, we wouldn't say they're equal in importance but we would say they both are laden with the same problem <laughs> they're both they're both at their core you know preying on people so let me uh let's do this let's do this My insulin is twenty dollars with insurance, right? You can't just like go buy it and, and get it for twenty dollars, right? Don't you have insurance picking up some of that? 
<clears throat> I think using that term makes it come off like it's equal in importance. Well, sure, the word scam doesn't hold quite the same weight as predatory. Like, they, they obviously, one is a lot darker of a term. One is a lot like, it's more ominous. You know, it's more ominous. Military? Well, come on, homie. It's, that's not the same. Okay, here's what we're going to do. We got a lot we need to do today. This, this, today was amazing. The conversations were great. There was spice. There were fireworks. It was a huge turnout, right? But now it's time to play some video games. Lost in Random launched today. We want to check it out. So we're going to be doing that. I'm going to put a link in chat. There's also going to be a redirect, or you can go back and refresh the main page. Listen, even if you're not interested in this game, come hang out with us for, for you know, for, for 15 minutes, 30 minutes when I play a new game. It's super helpful. We're going to go from Lost in Random to more from Friday. Uh, and then we're going to go over to SNTR Presents so you can see a premiere of a little indie title called Hindsight 2020. I have another premiere that's going to hit before Hilly and I stream tonight at like 7.30. So Hilly and I are going to stream over on the other channel at 8 p.m. Eastern. If 8 p.m. Eastern is a good time for you, make sure you're still subbed to that channel, SNTR Presents. But we're getting ready to switch to this, Lost in Random. So you can ride the redirect, you can click the link in chat, or you can go refresh my main channel page. All of them will have this stream, and that's what we're jumping into right now. Thanks for a great morning. Smash like and subscribe on the way out, and come with us to the next stream.